This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Welcome to episode 215 of Video Game Apocalypse. I am your host, Michael Raparas, who just sighed self-satisfiedly yes. into the mic. Uh, with you, as always, Chris Antista. I've had hands-on with the Saudi orb, and I can't wait to tell you about uh-huh. it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I leveled up with the orb. Has, has the embargo lifted on the impressions for the Saudi orb? No, but the orb, orb has lifted, so oh, it, it should be above all of us sooner or later. It, it should be hovering over your time zone sometime <laughs> as you're listening to this. Hail the orb. <laughs> who else? Um, Dave Rudden. And special guest. Hey, it's Bob Mackey, and I know the orb actually depletes your charisma, so Doesn't there it? are some drawbacks. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just a giant materia. <laughs> so, assuming I go into this with like a twelve charisma, what, what would I come out like? Would it, would it drain a level from me? Would I have to go back to being like a level eight podcast host? I think you'd have like three charisma. Oh man! Yeah, well, everybody who touched it already had zero charisma. So <laughs> I'm sh- they seem to come out fine. And charisma's just looks, right? Yeah, uh, well, because yeah, I'm an adult and, and, and I don't and know what that word means. And diction, <laughs> looks and diction. <laughs> That's how you get employed in today's world. Yes, all Actually, terrorists are losers. The twist was they were they were all playing a co-op game of Marble Madness using that, <laughs> using that orb. Oh man, it was a giant trackball. Oh wow, <laughs> or seven twenty. I'm the best at skate or die. Avoid the bees. The bees are fantastic, but I hate them. They're my Sega enemies. Sega of America brings us Saudi Monkey Ball. It's the, <laughs> it's the best, tremendous game. Sixty okay. levels. I think we've alienated. Everybody. Is, I'm is also it, sweating. Is it weird that I feel like when I was a kid, nobody knew what the word charisma meant, and now it feels like everybody. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Was it was it just a kid to adult thing, or is it like so. it's Dungeons and Dragons put it in everyone's mind? I don't know, but I use the word Thaco every day. People just look at Ugh. me weird. I, I still to this day I don't understand what Thaco is or it's how that drink, the ICP drinks. I, it's I like you have to roll it against armor class, and I barely understand that to begin. It's with. the energy source in Final Fantasy VII, right? It's true. Oh God, where's Teresa here to explain <laughs> board games? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, well we're gonna no, we're not gonna talk about board games this week or tabletop games. These games do have boards. They do, yeah. if you're an asshole. Well, boards you, you would put into a machine. Uh, yeah. uh, that kind of That's board, true. yeah. You take I, the asshole I thought, back. I thought, like, I call levels boards. Mm. Deal with it. <laughs> I was talking about arcade boards. I finished so many boards last night. <laughs> I, finished I that solved board. all the boards. <laughs> I finished all those boards with just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the last screen. Yeah, I think we just we just had this conversation yeah. on Twitter. I think Twitter we did, yeah. Day, yeah. Sorry. Twitter's I, where I workshop my jokes. I so. solved all the boards in just three mans. Three mans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Terminology people used to use? Yes! Yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh, not me. I, I remember seeing every once in a while when we were at Games Radar, like, freelancers would submit things where they talked about, like, oh, yeah, the transition from board to board. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, asked my boss, like, oh, he means levels. I see. It was flush with the wall. It was beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. construction. All the boards on this tape yeah. with one man. <laughs> was the freelancer Bob Vila? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. And uh, he was. He thought we were this old house. Mm. Anyway, uh, we will be talking about not just arcade games this week, but arcade games that were then ported to home systems and somehow became completely different games in the process. Like, not even... maybe a little bit similar. 
I don't envy how you're going to have to title this. Yeah, I don't either. Arcade games, what went to mm. systems and then became yeah. different in the process. Arcade, arcade games deviants. that stopped living and became mixed up uh, zombies. You call them arcade deviants. Arcades mm. yeah. upgrades. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out. It'll probably be awful. Yeah. Uh, I actually put this together as, solely as an excuse to talk about the NES version of Strider, yeah. which was actually developed concurrently with the arcade game and is based on the manga that Capcom mm. yeah. uh, co-funded. But then I actually went back and played NES Strider, and like this thing is has a lot of good ideas, and I remember falling in love with it. It is so messy and broken. It really uh, is, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of really hard to play. Uh, because they, they put in all these slopes, and when you jump off a slope, your momentum is all weird, but like sometimes you'll just hit an invisible wall for no reason. It's I, yeah. th- I think it has its, its has unique charm that the arcade one doesn't have at all. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, what an interesting period for home conversions. There is uh-huh. no equivalent right now. No, to these days of video. Because gaming. what's what the fuck's an arcade? You mean like a Dave yeah. and Buster's? But I mean, I mean more that like that a game would debut the superior mm. version. You would slowly wait to buy an inferior version yeah. that yeah. you could play at home. That doesn't this just doesn't exist. And it, it's weird that like we thought of these things as inferior because the graphics were yes. as good, but really like most of these were. Expanded ports, they like would add a bunch of content because really, I think Strider like Strider Arcade would have been unacceptable on consoles. You have to pay uh, full it was price, perfectly acceptable on Genesis to, pay, to pay full game. price for that. It's just a needlessly hard game, bit meant to like shake you by the ankles and rip your quarters away. That was uh, and, sort of what the Genesis was based on, though. At first, uh, not to be like I'm not being sarcastic. It was like here are these very short, very hard arcade style yeah, experiences. Which, Here's the arcade experience. Yeah. It's five levels. It will bust your balls. But, and, apart. and there was that that thinking of like this is so you can get good at the arcade yes. games. So when you go in there, you can impress all the chicks hanging out very, at the arcade. Very weird. And, and I, save money. And by I, chicks, I mean dudes. Someday <laughs> I would like to write a big article on just the, how Capcom brought their arcade games to Nintendo. Because they're all incredibly optimized in such a weird way. And mm. Like, with things we attribute to Mega Man, like power-ups and open-level structures. But that was actually existent in all of Capcom's arcade ports. Very strange. Even in like 1943, adding things that the arcade version didn't in order to justify sending what should be a needlessly hard, what would you say, 10 minute experience? Uh, uh, and how to bring that home to consoles mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't feel cheated. Also, like, I think playing a lot of these arcade games on free play, like, mm-hmm. you start to sort of see through the formula. Oh, like, yeah. Like, th- this is just a linear path that mm-hmm. is designed to keep me dying over and over again. <laughs> yes. You, if, if you can respawn at any time, it mm-hmm. completely strips away any semblance of challenge. The, the arcades are alive and well on your mobile phones, mm-hmm. but they couldn't actually have one cabinet go into cooldown times. So, but now, no. that, now that your phone is your own arcade cabinet, those, that is what that is. It's it's yeah. plucking yeah. another quarter. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that concept that everyone thinks is new mm-hmm. in a minute here. But in the meantime, let's begin with number five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will say uh, it's very difficult to find any footage of this game in English because apparently nobody dumped that version of the MAME-ROM. Really? Uh, yeah, mm. but looking on YouTube, it's all either Japanese or it's just some guy playing it in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chris, you actually seized on this one Which when one? I mentioned it. Sonic Blast Oh, Man. Sonic Blast... Just because, like, what the fuck was the point of bringing this home? Yeah, so uh, in converting that game, like, Sonic Blast Man in arcades mm-hmm. was just, like, a thing you would punch, 
and uh, there were a bunch of mini games yeah, attached to this. So it's like, here, beat up this thug with your megaton punches or metric ton punches. You know, punches. When, you're, when you're 10 years old and you're going to arcades every weekend, it was something we talked about and wanted to exist. The original mm-hmm. Street Fighter didn't catch on because it was too complicated because it tried to like mimic the analog it had punching. those two huge buttons that yeah, were like, like had analog sensitivity. broken. Yeah, when you encourage people broken. to hit something hard, they're going to hit it but hard. One of those things that arcades did to flourish in a time of home consoles, like you can't do this at home. And then Street Fighter came out, and we just were like, "Oh man, wouldn't it be cool if like you could actually punch to punch?" And then Sonic Blastman <laughs> invents this hilarious for a, for I think three weeks. This is the biggest mm-hmm. game at the arcade, and it's it's basically a carnival game. It is, it, like it is. It should it should have a little rising thing to hit a bell that calls you a wiener if you yeah. need yeah. to. Yeah, so <laughs> basically what it is. Uh, it is it is a strength game. Yeah, that's like, all it is. A thing pops up, you punch it, and then it registers the force of your punch, transfers it to something on screen, whether that's it's a a thug trying to mug yeah. a girl or a giant a, Godzilla boss. Or, well, there's like a giant crab attacking yeah. a ship. Uh, the, at one point, you punch the moon for some reason. <laughs> I was watching the intro to this, and it's so great because uh, it's a Japanese developer, and they're saying, you know, no. how do we make this look like it's an American? The, the main character. The first time you see him, he like looks over his shoulder. He holds up a hamburger and French fries. Just, <laughs> they pop into the frame in his hand. Just like, My I, name I is Joe. Image. I love good Hello. American hamburger. So Where's Statue of Liberty. I, Please, like like we were little, so it was hard to get very far in the game because we really couldn't punch it that hard. But I never the, saw this thing. But what the game was good for is that. I don't know. I just I just put up an Instagram thing of my buddy who has a Punch Mania game that's designed to be punched, that somehow still works in 2017. But this we could like fucking Roger Rabbit. That's the video game reference or Popeye style. Like, <laughs> yeah. Rear back and come running and and then throw yourself into the punch. And that's try. the only good part still of the, uh, the Roger Rabbit NES uh, game, it, by the way. I, thank you. That was the reference I was going for. you can beat up for. women yes. with your haymaker. You can, you can charge up a super punch, punch a woman across the screen, and she'll just go. I'll bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh, did Rare make it? <laughs> yes, Rare did uh, make okay. it. Uh, but to, to go to your point, Chris, what's the point? Uh, so to bring Sonic Blastman to consoles, I have no idea why they decided they needed I, to do again, that. It was, it's, hard, it's hard to really like codify how fucking yeah. popular this thing was for a brief period of time. They had mm. like they they brought over the mini game parts, mm-hmm. but you can't sell a full price game for that. Yeah. So what did they do? They made an entirely new game around that. They said, "What does the Super Nintendo not have enough of?" I'll tell you. Final Fight, Final Fight Clones. Clones. Oh, man. You can tell just by the audio there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the, the soundtrack itself sounded very uh, Seinfeldy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it sounded like sound like Final Fight music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have the chest. Which, why is there not a? Right there should have been a four-player side-scrolling beat 'em up in the arcades starring Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld, I, Kramer, George, hmm. Elaine. Yes, unlockable I soup Nazi. I, I mean, yes. I think King of the Hill is perfect. It's been my fantasy oh. for 15 years. <laughs> like, Bill and uh, Hank can hold hands and knock over enemies. Click like, this so, for extra joy. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Blast Man, like, I, it's on this list just for, like, the severity of, like, yeah. you had to make a whole new game just to bring this game over. Like, not even really using the original as a base. I like, just... Just like, what do we do with this character? Uh, Put him in a Final Fight clone. Fine, we're done. Uh, The levels are very long, Mm -hmm. 
And most of the action consists of just like, I'm going to punch this guy three times. Oh, now I've grabbed him. Now I can throw him in one of three different ways. And, like, that's all it Kamba is. Kamba Tribes-esque. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I can't emphasize enough, and this is all due to my memories, but, you know, you have, like, a putt-putt or, like, an arcade, and a new game comes in, and it's, like, it's treated like a god. It gets the big spot mm. with, like, that, that can funnel a line easily. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what this got. This was huge. This replaced yeah. X-Men and, like, Street Fighter for a very brief period. Yeah. So did uh, you put on like a moist glove to punch the thing or did you punch it with your bare hands? You know what? I think you you did punch like I've, I I've seen might have been a glove. I don't know. I I've, I've seen like the the sequels like mm-hmm. Real Puncher which didn't come mm-hmm. to the US mm-hmm. and then there's like a third one that's Japan only that released in like 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those you do put on a boxing glove and then punch a thing. Cuz mm-hmm. I think it was part of like yeah, don't run at this in full speed. Let's <laughs> tether the person to the arcade <laughs> machine. Good idea. Seriously, but I yeah. uh, I remember not using the glove because we had to run at it and still couldn't beat it. We could never beat it. The rumor was, yeah, a guy came in, said he was from out of town, totally knocked the shit out of the last boss. We <laughs> saw it, man. We took pictures and everything. <laughs> right it was that the sunset. It was that kind of game though yeah. that like had that created legends around it. And I, I don't. It was, again, I think it was very brief. Mm-hmm. But I, I think due to its success in arcades. We got we got something on our hands here. We got to bring we got to bring Sonic Blastman everywhere. This seems like the kind of game that my childhood bullies would just completely monopolize and not let anyone uh, else play. This is your face, Michael. That's, that's, that's what I remember about it because we're little kids, and yeah, you occasionally encounter adults at like the fucking Street Fighter cabinet, World Combat cabinet, but this was a thing guys would do in front of their girlfriends. Mm. So the line would the line was out the fucking door to play Sonic Blastman when it came out. Like, yeah, nice. I bet I can fucking beat this game. Punches <laughs> it once, breaks his wrist. <laughs> It's a low score. Arcade is not liable. It was it was like a fucking novelty lollipop thing. Like it popped up and you uh, would, and yeah. Like it's about it's bigger than the size of your head and you would have to punch it as hard. It's, as you It's can. like a Nerf bat that you punch <laughs> that pops up and you just slam it as hard as you can. Well, this is a Taito game, which means Square Enix owns it. So I want to ah! see Sonic Blastman DLC in like Final <laughs> Fantasy. I want to wear the costume. I, I mean, I want this in my life. You gotta get that season pass, man. <laughs> nice. God, Sonic Blastman. Gladiolus dressed stupid. up like Sonic <laughs> Blastman. <laughs> Let's not forget the uh, Genesis and, and Saturn. Port Sonic 3D Blast Man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> totally different. Although it's interesting, Sonic Sonic Blast Man also got its own Super Nintendo only sequel, which uh, added two extra playable characters mm-hmm. and looked to be much better than the original. But uh, again, no real semblance to the arcade version. Although the first Sonic Blast Man game did have these same punching first person sequences. This is what they sounded like. Take that! <laughs> and it was all about, like, you. I think you had to, like, twirl the uh, the D-pad Ugh. to, like, keep a meter you up. Spread off your skin. <laughs> I, I, I want to fucking play it on MAME, because I just... I googled it, and the first thing on YouTube is Sonic Blast Man. Intro and perfect run. Seven minutes. Wow. That's all there was <laughs> to the game. But, but all you have to do is figure out, okay, which button is the... Translates to the most powerful hit and just hit that over and over. Yeah, again. yeah, but I, I like I've literally never seen a lot of that, and I don't know. We were we were in fa- we were fascinated by Sonic Blast Man back in the day. Yeah. I, I was hope I, I was hoping you guys had the same experience. Well, I I never I'd like I would read about it in like EGM mm-hmm. and never came to okay. my hometown anywhere. Same here. But, I never saw it. I'd be oh, too yeah. afraid to do it in public. No, the closest no. thing we had was those dumb uh, free throw machines. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb, they're still like the foundation of every day yeah, in Boston. I know, <laughs> I know. That was Sonic Dunkman. See, that that's what my childhood bullies would actually uh, monopolize, so I didn't really care. Yeah, meanwhile, you look up, look that up on YouTube, there's like 8,000 twig Japanese nerds who can of get like 500 points just by yep. like... 
They look, they look like cats clawing in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next our next entry is not so dramatic a departure. Number four. Should. I got it. Bimmy! <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh That's man. Oh, double sorry. Dragon, and while that memory is still fresh in your minds. Yes. Better version. NES version. Yeah, much better version. Although, it's one of those things that, again, didn't really see it at the time. Like, at wow, the time, it's like, like some... this is one player, <laughs> the graphics aren't as good. The level oh, design a, is different. It's a weird RPG at that time. Yeah, like linear, you have to RPG. you have to earn your yeah. your moves, yeah. and that yeah, that was really strange. And then like, oh, the last boss is Jimmy Lee, but I actually like him better than Billy. Why can't I just play as him? Because <laughs> he's got a red vest. Yeah, exactly. Oh I yeah. just I just googled this, and because of the nature of uh, search engines, there is a double dragon massage parlor. Ooh, of uh, course there is. Somewhere in this city. And I mean, two Yeah, fists? tug job for both I, Billy and yes. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, sorry, if I turn around and hit the same button, I'll just kick you. <laughs> <laughs> Twin dragons will it. give you the happy uh, ending. Just, but Double Dragon, we were talking yeah. about it. Like, if I had to to list out, uh, make a list of the greatest games ever for Aliens in 1989, Double <laughs> Dragon would have been in the top ten. Like, mm-hmm. this defines yeah. what video games is. It's oh, so yeah. weird. It had such a weird life. I did a Retronauts on this mm-hmm. about five years ago. That's my classic gaming podcast, by the way. Never heard and of it. I discovered it's very popular. I discovered that... Adam Carolla told me about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's my best friend now. We drink Listen angry every night. Listen okay? It's got this guy, Bob Mackey. And we agree not women very aren't... masculine, but I like <laughs> See, we, we don't agree on a lot of things, but we do agree that women aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that was me being facetious, so don't take that seriously, but... Uh, I know Chris finds it funny at the beginning of Double Dragon when that lady gets punched in the stomach. I've never heard him laugh more. And then, and then he <laughs> that laughs harder me. when she gets shot in the sequel? Oh, it's That's gross. Right. That was okay, the, but what I, my, as I was saying... Um, mm. I looked at the history of the series, and I was astounded to find there's maybe like two and a half good games, and one of yeah. them is Double Dragon Neon. So like, oh, yeah. one and two are my homies, mm-hmm. three is awful, and then after that it just slides off into oblivion. But the NES versions of these games are fantastic, especially yeah. two. two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two is amazing. I really like three. I know that's a little bit more divisive. Mm-hmm. Yes, but Get out. Yeah, I've met people who don't like it. I can't be the first company level. included. <laughs> I mean, so, but, uh, but it was it was also one of those games. And I, I forget, uh, Technos, is, is that the company? Who Technos yeah. Japan, yeah. And they were bought, and that's how we had Double Dragon 4 a while and back. Double Dragon 3 for NES is where Bimmy and Jimmy <laughs> comes from, <laughs> so how can you hate it? Well, but, no, it was, was it 3 that's, that actually had the typo, I think? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah tech, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. but oh, the original... It's this game. Double Dragon 3. <laughs> but, um, see, the, so does it translate all the other Double Dragons for you? Uh, no. Or was but, that a Stonehenge? But the original, the original was ported to everything. Mm. If you yes. if you could play games, you could play Double Dragon anywhere. Yeah. It's got a Master System version. Yeah. I played it the most on my PC yeah. that looked better than it the It was on Atari 2600. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's it's arcade. That, you fight one enemy at a time in that game. Yeah, not, <laughs> they wait their good. turn. I didn't say it was a good port. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but Technos of Japan is a really interesting company. They kind yeah. of invented the brawler with Renegade, which is actually the first Kunio game. Mm. Yeah. And then they made River City Ransom and the Kunio sports games and everything. And, I mean, they are Dodgeball, the, the founders oh. of the brawler. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. they deserve a lot of respect. I mean, uh, Double Dragon has kind of a similar visual aesthetic to the Kunio games. <laughs> in that, like, you've got these characters with these ridiculous 
pompadours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it's also kind of inspired by the Warriors, and like it's it's interesting to compare that series like on NES to the series on arcade, like because they they're thematically similar each of the three games, mm-hmm. but they get like further and further away from each other. Like two kept that weird uh, like instead of punch and kick, now it's attack left, attack right, 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 from the arcade. But then like. The levels were completely different. It had all these, like, flat two-dimensional areas that weren't in the arcade at all. And then uh, 3, if you compare them on NES and arcade, it's 100% a different game. Right. Like, in 3, you're going through this ridiculously difficult brawler and, like, recruiting different, like, these these different bosses you fight as characters yeah. that can help you and, and you can switch between. 3 had arcade microtransactions in which you it would buy did. items with quarters. Yes. I'm serious. No, yeah. holy here's, shit. Here's proof. Oh. What would you like? You only need one coin. Huh. Fighting you didn't say which coin. That's <laughs> yeah, it's one coin to eat Canadian penny. Buy more energy. Get like unlock another character you can play oh, as shit. when you die. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's so dumb. <laughs> like I, d- I have no idea how anyone tolerated that. On Mame, it's great, yeah. but uh, I can't imagine. Like I had to get five dollars and quarters just to play through the second <laughs> level. Uh, and Bob bringing up Renegade makes me. I played a lot of it on NES, oh, but bad. I don't know what the ar- arcade version is like, and I wonder if it's the same concept where it's like, oh, you went in the wrong door on level three. They just sent you back to level one. God, I don't like, know if it's any better, but I know it's also like River City Ransom and that everyone is very Japanese in yeah. the uh, arcade mm-hmm. game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Double Dragon 3 in the arcades also like had this very strangely Wait, stiff animation. Is that the one we're talking about? Double Dragon. We're talking three. about all of them. Okay. Yeah, and okay. all, all three. The first three Double Dragons. Well, that's that's like when I realized how many versions of this I played. That no one was really overseeing quality control. Yeah. Or like, hmm. what what's important about the series? Who cares? Put <laughs> it on this platform. Yeah. Or what? I, I mean, Double Dragon yeah. One. I think was on like nineteen different it's platforms. Insane. Every microcomputer, yeah. every console. It's it just, insane. Yeah, it was huge. It was so huge. And I remember getting another computer. I'm like, oh, I can play this in VGA mode now. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> It, just that it, it's so everywhere, but you're right. If like if you were a kid and you had one version of this, you might mm-hmm. have a radically different experience than someone yeah. else yeah. on with any other platform. And do you remember when the uh, the 360 ver- yeah. got, got like that enhanced yeah. arcade we, version? We, we played yeah. a triple Which, shot of double <laughs> terrible double dragon. You cannot games. buy anymore. Dave's mm-hmm. Dave has it archived yes. on his Xbox. So we played you, it recently. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it and then I had to I switched Xboxes and like I can't download this anymore. This sucks. Yeah, I can only get the demo. You can do to get your account back and all that, but yeah. Do but you really want to bother? No, it's, and it, it had that like weird like painted alternate art style. Uh, that yeah, was you could switch it to the old version, but still. And this is an in, one of many instances where the Wizard movie lied to me. I thought that the NES version was the arcade version because yeah, uh, when. Jimmy in uh, the Wizard. Oh, you're right. Plays it. He's yeah. playing the NES version at an arcade, and he gets fifty thousand points. There are so many lies. Like he Maybe got fifty thousand points. Yeah. He's playing for two minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could he? Could he have been playing it on a play choice machine? Uh, perhaps, but the uh, button layout doesn't check out. Yes, <laughs> right. Doesn't work. I'd be right. surprised if a random truck stop had a play choice machine that is for a dedicated arcade. <laughs> I think not. That was a silent scope machine, and we all knew. But it. the bigger crime of that movie is convincing you. That the uh, power level actually works yes. in any capacity. And that Bo Bridges can play Ninja Turtles that frantically. 
Uh, he did invent motion controls, though, with his fucking <laughs> jerk and whoa, whoa. I, I'm just going to declare right now, nobody was good at that first Ninja Turtles game. No, no, no. one has ever been good at it. It's ridiculous. Right. It, but, you, but just thinking about it, I didn't play a ton of the Double D- Dragon arcade one because I was a poor kid. And um, I mean, my, excuse me, my parents didn't give me money. They might have had some. <laughs> uh, but I remember my sister and I watching this intro over and over again because we couldn't believe the buffalo shot that happens in the <laughs> beginning when that girl gets punched in the gut, yeah. oh, thrown yeah. over the shoulder. Is it called a buffalo shot when it's with a woman? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Why not? I mean, every woman I've shot? said that to gets really confused. Okay. <laughs> but So maybe it's not. That was awful. Oh. <laughs> Nicholas opened a beer with his teeth. Yep. He's going to pretend he's not savage as shit. Uh, but, yeah. The, it's the what, only way to keep it from spraying What everywhere. is the definitive version of Double Dragon 1? Is it just the arcade version? Uh, I mean, I, I if you want to be, to me. in terms of uh, purity, I guess, yes. But I, I feel like the NES version is the most playable yeah. version. Yeah. Even though there's yeah. no two-player simultaneous. I think it's just... Taking it, turns. Yeah, you have to take turns. But... Um, it looks the best. I think it sounds the best. Mm-hmm. Um, after level three, it goes to shit. But uh, <laughs> those first three levels, oh boy. And it, it had that unlockable arena mode where you get to play as, like, bigger sprite versions of the characters. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah, before Street Fighter, even. Or Ooh. Power Stone. Or Karna. So <laughs> Technos also invented the one-on-one fighter as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'll forget about Yair Kung sure. Fu. No one played that. No. Yeah. Uh, Which also had a very different uh, oh. arcade to NES transition. The last but. lie that the wizard taught me was that Reno is a fun place to be. <laughs> oh. It is not. It's not. It's yeah, and they have kid art casinos. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm still caught up in this wizard chat. <laughs> Should have been there for the commentary. Patreon.com/slash/lasertime. Oh, Don't cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. California. I'm Any glad guesses? you used this song because yeah. the first level song sounds like the opening to Garfield and Friends. <laughs> it's <laughs> like one? this, like samba. Oh, ready yeah, to I guess party. that's true. Yeah, uh, we. This was a debate on the recent Laser Time oh, about the Ready to Party one. Okay. Not Friends are there. Sorry, yeah, there Friends are there. That, that, that song's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they're both like my dear children. Oh. I can't kill Garfield one of them. has no but friends. Please, everybody but, listening, be over thirty. Please. <laughs> I'm going to play the NES version of this in case it's more recognizable to anyone. So much better, so much clearer sounds. Uh, This is Bionic Commando for uh, anyone who hasn't figured it out. Yeah. Which, again, like, totally different games. The arcade game was this very straightforward, just like, climb your way through these levels, uh, fight some purple Nazi-looking guys, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, Fight the best Nazi. Yeah, well, sh- like, the, the last Richard boss Benson? is like a, a some white beardo <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, it, it seems more like a, a Metal Slug-style game, and I feel like Bionic yeah, Commando is. is very self-serious and about mm-hmm. Hitler, secretly. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> in this game, you like you shoot, like, bat monsters and things. There's, like, actual monsters in the arcade version of this game. Yeah, there, there are there's, like, these hives of, like, bees that'll come after yeah. you, and... Uh, there's all like these uh, electrified oh, gates you need to shoot till they explore. Yeah, I've never played the arcade they version explode. ever. Ever really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, wow. I just I literally never saw it. Well, it's like it's like a very simple platformer, but they make it interesting by adding the bionic arm instead of jumping. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's this gap that I could easily jump across in any other game, but because it's bionic commando, I have to fall down oh, and boy. and try to hook the the other side at the last Still second. Still pretty cool. I'd and it was it was originally marketed as a sequel to Commando, which it, which is insane. It kind of is still yeah. in the fact that Super Joe is a Joe. character in these games. <laughs> Super Joe. Super Joe from the original Commando game. 
most American name you can have. Superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Super and so Joe. The, the, I remember there being debate over whether this character was named Super Joe or Bionic Joe or what. And then it came to uh, Nintendo, NES, mm-hmm. and... The character's name was Rad Spencer. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're rescuing. You're rescuing Super Joe, right? Yeah. Yes, you okay, are rescuing yeah. Super Joe in Man, the Nintendo version. Uh, I, I guess you could say technically this is like a, a, a different game set in the same universe, and that like both of these games are called Top Secret in Japan. Mm. Uh, the arcade one is Top Secret, and then like the NES one is Top Secret: The Resurrection of Hitler. Mm. Flying off <laughs> the shelves in America. Yeah, totally toned down. <laughs> In the U.S., just it's just mm-hmm. Bionic Commando, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the arcade one is so cute. It, it is. It doesn't. It, do, it doesn't make any sense to me every time I see it's it. It's much sillier than the uh, NES version. I think the guy's purple yeah. hair. The NES like... version's very serious. Yeah. for its time. Yeah, but a bunch of chibi like candy cab mechs and like uh, like a lot of candy colored levels. Like mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I... Yeah, and it all culminates in like that was 2007, 2008 Bionic Commando where. It's like we're at super serious and everything's gritty and we're it's just a meditation about the nature of cybernetics and humanity. Oh, the, the reboot or the rearmed? Uh, not rearmed, but they well, the, it was the, a sequel. The it wasn't one, a yeah. reboot. No, yeah. no, no. But the because the, uh, oh, there was an reboot. Xbox Live Arcade one that was rearmed. Called, yes, and then yeah, there yeah. was the 3D one, which is the right. One, they one came out around the same Commando? time. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. The remake is Bionic Commando. They were by the same developer too. It was Grin on Grin, both of them. That's right. Oh. Man, yeah, they made, like, so many games in, like, 2008 to did. 2010, uh-huh. and then well, went away. Like, yeah. the, their whole they thing made... was that uh, their their logo was a grin, and that with every game they made, they would fill in one of the teeth in the grin with a gold tooth. I don't think they ever filled that mouth. Oh, oh, no, they went into business They, they didn't even get past incisors. Sad. <laughs> no. But they, uh, didn't sad. They, do, they did that... What that what was that, that movie where you shoot guns and the bullets... Uh, like wanted. wanted, wanted. They did a want the wanted. Oh game. yeah, that, oh, that's really? like the Terminator Salvation game. That was like a bad. game first and a movie second. Like yeah. that is such a yeah. great game idea, and the movie's okay. The movie's really fun. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Wanted definitely would be a good in a list of games that are better than their movies, which I forget <laughs> if we did already. Oh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Two hundred episodes. <laughs> uh, but I also have something else that the NES version was famous for that the arcade version never had. Ava. Ooh, stage select music. Yep. I any NES game that has like a rolling uh, noise there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nice NES trill. Yeah. So it's it's it sort of like I, I hesitate to call it Metroidvania, but it had this thing where like you're visiting these different spots on the map, and yeah. like you have to leave certain spots. Like, okay, I got this thing. I can go use it in this other spot on the map, and I found a thing there that I can go back to the first spot, and now I can get through this barrier that was previously impassable. It's, it's pretty bizarre looking at, again, Capcom home conversions, because that, we were just talking about Rescue Rangers that, like, it's not really a lot of game, but, like, you can't see everything unless you play it twice, because there's so mm-hmm. many choices you have to make. Yeah, and, and some of these levels are, you know, incongruous and irrelevant to the story of the game. There are neutral zones where you have to just talk to people <laughs> yeah. in broken English. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you'd, you'd have to play this more than once to see everything and do uh-huh. everything. You have to find the guy whose head will literally explode. Mm-hmm. Explode? It's not Hitler. No. Not Although Hitler. Hitler's head does explode. His name is Adolf Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Master D. Master D. <clears throat> the D stands for dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he controls the bads, right? Yeah, is that yeah, it? The, the bads B-A-D-D. with two Ds. Yeah, yeah. correct. 
And again, your name is Rad Spencer, again with two Ds, so mm. I think they just had a thing for double Ds at Capcom yeah. at the Ooh, time. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Although, yeah, the, the music was composed by an all-woman team that was okay. doing most of Capcom's music that's at the time. That's right. They had a lot of female composers. Yeah. So, that's Buster pretty cool. Mega Man? Yeah, I no. think so. Matsume? Minami Matsume? I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, I just happened to remember that. Uh, let's move on before this gets uncomfortable. <laughs> Number two. Oh, I can smell pizza. <laughs> Something about playing this. Well, you smell pizza, and I can taste convenience store chili dog. Oh wow! I yeah, think I win, Michael. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I it can, was good pizza. I'm nursing a wound as I try and win a skating competition at the rink. Huh. Um, underneath a disco ball, because that's the only place I ever saw this game. Well, see, both of those things suck because you can't bicycle ride your bike out to them in the summer. Uh, while enjoying a big gulp and uh, <laughs> was it, <mine laughs> spending was your allowance money on the, video games and food. The only place that had this was the skating rink. This is being Punch-Out. Punch-Out. Yeah, okay. this is yeah. Punch-Out. And it's it's such a... Like doing the Retronauts with you and... and yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Dave, Dave, yeah. me, Dave, you, and Jeremy doing the Retronauts on that. Just, just an insane history. A weird-ass fucking arcade game. It's so great just how this came into being. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo mm -hmm. uh, Laserdisc games were seen as the future, like Dragon Slayer, and they're like, we want to do this, but that, that looks expensive, so can we use sprites to fake it? And that's mm -hmm. how Punch-Out! came to be. They yeah. got an anime uh -huh. uh, an anime artist from an anime studio to come mm -hmm. in and literally draw it's all so the insane. character animations on cells, which they would then turn into sprites, they because would... Miyamoto was like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> they, would, they would analog Minecraft it and figure out how to dot everything. Yeah. The first Nintendo characters that were drawn by a real artist was, was Punch-Out! Wow. Um, yeah. And the first uh, NES arcade game was a not a Laserdisc game, but a video game, and you, and you bet on which racehorse or which car would win. Mm -hmm. And like, it would switch to different video tracks. It was called huh. EVR Race. Mm -hmm. Damn, and the guy who made that game, Genyo Takeda, who directed Punch-Out, just left Nintendo after 45 years. Are you kidding? I'm done talking. <laughs> For what? Uh, <laughs> to die? I'm gonna go... <laughs> <laughs> he just turns into sand when he leaves I'll the take room. my business to Sega, thank you. <laughs> Put but up with this Nintendo treatment. I, I feel like the, the transition to the Nintendo mm -hmm. um, Punch-Out, which... Actually, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, or just Punch-Out on NES. Starring Mr. Dream. Yeah, mm -hmm. Punch-Out starring Mr. Dream. Combined elements from both the arcade Punch-Out mm -hmm. and its sequel, Super Punch-Out. Mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of those characters came together, and it created a game that, like... I, I feel like the arcade was a little bit simple. Like, yeah. wait till the character's eyes turn yellow, and then punch them, and keep punching randomly until you find an open weak well, spot. They, I think to make the NES game, they had to elongate that silent yeah. game. Oh, yeah. But they turned it into almost a puzzle game they where did. it's it's all about like being able to recognize specific tells. Yeah. It's yeah. like when he shakes his head like this, that means mm -hmm. he's going to do this, and when he winks, he's going to do this. Stuff you like that. You saw that that thing that, that revelation of like when the photographer in the audience flashes right. his camera. It, that's yeah. when you throw your lick in the bald bull's gut. Wow. It's a little thing. A and there are still secrets the director yeah. hid in that game or the co-director, yeah. but uh, Punch Out for the NES is all about those windows of opportunity, Michael. Like you said, like it's a puzzle game. But mm -hmm. this game and Super Punch Out for the SNES, which is based on the arcade games, is more about endurance. It's like you have to block punches. It's not about waiting yeah. your turn to get a punch, and you have to be on the offensive at all times and mm -hmm. also blocking everything that comes your way. Like Super Punch Out being the culmination of every version, because mm -hmm. Super Punch Out mm -hmm. is way more representative of who like. The original Punch Out arcade game. Oh yeah, games, for sure. Yeah, but like with the aesthetic of the first NES game. Mm. But like the the aesthetics in the the arcade game are like mm -hmm. you're playing as like green wireframe yes. Hulk, 
And uh, there's no it's Doc Lewis. You just have this announcer shouting out things like, which is, <laughs> keep your guard up. And, and the f- now familiar line, Stick and move. Stick and move. move. Yeah, and that's actually the voice of Nintendo uh, employee Don Lewis, I believe his name is, who still works there. Nintendo of America. They just had all of their guys audition. Like, can you do an announcer or referee voice? Okay, you're the guy. Don Lewis became Doc Lewis. (laughs) It's so weird. Maybe his name is not Don Lewis. Interesting. The only other interesting tie I have to that is they they hired the guy for the the fucking 2008 Punch-Out game who played... Mm -hmm. Senator What's His Nuts in the Wire. Shit. Really? Oh, wow. He played Doc Lewis in the commercials. And then if you watch that amazing Louis three part series hmm. of uh where he's trying out for Letterman okay. and he goes to take a boxing class. That guy plays his boxing coach, so it's just to me this odd crossover <laughs> of Doc Lewis coaching Louis C. K. Does I, Louis ever run in a pink jumpsuit? I, no. <laughs> he does run and sweat a lot. I want to imagine that. Louis C.K. was so into Punch Out on Wii. He was like, who played who played Doc Lewis in that? <laughs> yeah, who played shitting fucking Doc Lewis on that? <laughs> I love that fucking game. Cunting Lewis. <laughs> Disco <laughs> Kid. He's pretty cool. I like him. Uh, I'd be more interested in who played this character. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing in the red corner, Paul a bald bull who also made a cameo in the Nintendo arm wrestling game. You're right. As like Wrestler X. Oh, he's like the, wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah, and then like it comes a, off and he's like, oh, it's bald bull. He's one this... of the most consistent characters the series has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bald bull. I, I see this game about once a year because I go to retro cons like two or three times a year. I, I always see it once. And when I walk by, I'm still astounded to think like this was made in 1984. If you think of what games look like in 1984, they did not look like this. Mm-hmm. Games no. did not talk to you. They did not it look was, like cartoons. It, yeah, it wasn't like huge screen-filling sprites. Yeah, and that would, they yeah. had to adopt the experimenting with a dual-screen format like yeah. that early. Although, as far as I know, it didn't have this guy. That's uh, Hippo. King Hippo. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Was he Hoping in the arcade version? Man. He wasn't. No. In no. fact, uh, in my research for the Retronauts we did back in the day, like the day meaning September, um, <laughs> we I discovered that they didn't lean as hard into ethnic stereotypes in the arcade game. There's like pizza. Pasta. Oh no. Okay. Sorry. Pizza, pizza. And, oh. And of course, everyone's over everyone's favorite. There you go. Yep. Those are the two instances, but everyone, it just looks like a disgusting, beaten boxer with, like, cauliflower ears and swollen noses. There's no, like, like, they're not wearing, like, turbans or, you know, anything like that. That's true. And (laughs) certain characters were inexplicably changed uh, from arcade to NES. Piston Hurricane Hurricane became Piston Honda. And now he's Piston Hondo because we can't. Right, get like, a handshake agreement. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sourced on a lot of Wikipedia pages, <laughs> but King Hippos, I am for uh, <clears throat> 2008's Gaming's Greatest Fatties article. That's <laughs> <laughs> right above Brett Elston and Bob Mackie. Oh, thank nice. you. The top five worst dressed video game characters. Gang's all here. I think <laughs> I might still be sourced on the Wikipedia article for Don Flamenco, mm, where wow. I made some facetious comment about like this is just. Playing into the stereotype that we Spaniards are all hot-blooded lovers. And <laughs> eat roses. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my legacy exactly. sucks. <laughs> Dude, I wrote Gaming's Greatest Fatties. I'm assuming to preserve my job. <laughs> uh, but I'm, tr- I'm trying to delete it, please. <laughs> uh, the one thing that I wanted to bring up that uh, I'm disappointed you all already know is uh, the, here's the Punch-Out theme song. 
Very recognizable. And here it is with lyrics. Oh. Thank you for uh, acting yes. surprised, Bob. <laughs> I didn't hear the lyric yeah. version before. Yeah, that yeah. is the Gillette Look Sharp March. Yeah, it's yeah. all From about shaving. From the cavalcade of sports. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> That's of, what it's called. Yeah, and uh, it w- this was technically Koji Kondo's first composition for Nintendo. Yeah. Punch-Out was the first game he did music for. Plagiarizer. Yeah, so he just was like, I like what that sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> how did he how did even the yes. Gillette American... Yeah, how did a like 30-year-old Japanese guy in 1984 <laughs> be like, this 40-year-old uh, radio <laughs> song? <laughs> Maybe well, uh, yeah, maybe he's just a shaving enthusiast. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they invented the single blade. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it's one of those things like, no one in Japan will know what this is. I mean, if you can wholesale take the cover for, like, Terminator and put it on your game box, yeah. then who's yeah, going to yeah. notice this? Exactly. Jap- uh, Japanese game design in the 80s yeah. was full of plagiarism. <laughs> that's why I love Metal it. Gear's rife with it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway. I like Sean Connery, Big Boss. Yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, and Mel Gibson, Solid Snake. <laughs> Maybe not that. I, oh, I thought he was the um, the Terminator guy. Uh, he Kyle was Michael Reese. Bean in the first okay, one. Yeah. And then the second one, the character port was portrait was based on Mel Gibson. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so yeah. he, used that, he used Mel Gibson in that and Police Knots. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Anyway... I'll be surprised if you guys get this. This is not Little Nemo, and I did a lot of Little, <laughs> little Nemo research. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. It's I, okay. We, we had talked about Little Nemo, and then I looked into it, and I found out, like, oh, the Little Nemo arcade game actually came out two months after the NES game, what? so I can't really mm-hmm. argue that. The story that is so forward. interesting, but I'll tell it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, flipping that game. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they censor my racist clowns? <laughs> well, they, they made a, a borderline racist clown actually racist yeah. in the arcade game. In the movie... Oh, never mind. God, I want to talk about the movie. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> I'm sorry, It's okay. Bob. That'll be a new Retronauts, so look forward to that. <laughs> right. uh, it'll All be right. ten minutes long. Hey, racist clowns. Cool. Can't wait to talk about Square's Tom Sawyer game. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's just pretend that's a clown. Um, so, any guesses on what this is? No. I'll give you a hint. Here's, here's uh, some gameplay from the NES version. Okay. Ninja Gaiden? Yes! Yeah. So you got that immediately. I did. Because my dirty little secret is that I went to summer camp and watched this game a billion times in the local movie theater with no sound on. So I've never heard uh, what Ninja yeah. Gaiden Arcade sounds like, but I thought it was like the first <laughs> game with cutscenes that I can remember. Well, it was it was a really interestingly put-together brawler in that mm-hmm. it like had all these moves that you could... They were like acrobatic. Yeah. For the time where you could like jump up and swing on a sign and kick enemies, yep. or uh, jump over enemies' heads, grab them by the head in mid jump and throw them, which then got ported over to the NES version of Double Dragon Three, hmm. uh, Small World. But that version, I think, only made it to like the Lynx, Amiga, and other like small platforms. For the NES version, which came out the next year, they were like, yeah, we can't really do this this is like a just short spectacle designed to suck quarters out of people and uh so we need to 
make something a little meatier. So they came up with Ninja Gaiden. And it was still about a ninja going to New York, but this time it was all about him trying to avenge his father who had disappeared. Kill I, birds. I assume the uh, arcade version was about the ninja coming to San Francisco because in the opening cutscene he's being paddled to the shore, and you can see the Golden Gate Bridge in the oh, background. It might be San Francisco. Yeah, I always thought yeah. it was New York. But his neckerchief was all the way over the right. So. <laughs> That's true. But the focus on the arcade game is like, what if a ninja came to America? Because everything is very, very American. So the first That's level is just a straight up brawler. Second level, it's like, can you cross the street in America? No. <laughs> just like wow. we're too violent. We've yeah. got hockey mask thugs everywhere. No one will stop for ninjas. Yeah. I hmm. don't break for ninjas. Read the bumper sticker. <laughs> you order food it, at a restaurant. <laughs> like the the last boss of the arcade version kind of looked like uh, Bloody Moth mm. in the NES version. Like he's like yeah. had this big horned helmet, and he was posing in fr- like his whole area was like in front of this mural of like a skull. And, like, a dude in a bondage harness with his ass facing the camera. Wow. (laughs) I'm not really sure what the aesthetic was I thought in the NES version the the main boss was uh, Jackie O, which was... That's that's, the NES version, yeah. Knock off her pillbox hat. Which is uh, not the best translation (laughs) of that. Real name, Guardia Demue. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Is that in the novelization by FX? Probably. What? What a... What a weird series. <laughs> it's yeah. a Gaiden, because I love all, so many of them. And it's, yeah. is, Did they kill it with Yaiba? Oh, my God. Oh Take boy. a suck. <sighs> I took a, a Yaiba, a Ninja Gaiden Yaiba, if you don't remember. Um, was, um, God, somebody signed cool off concept. on that. Somebody, Kenji Nafune? Kenji oh, yeah. Nafune did sign off on that, yeah. and, I, and I took an appointment, and I was just like, I have to be nice at this appointment. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home, I was like, a good thing about uh, you know being in the press is like, you can play a game and then make fun of it later on Twitter. And one of the PR guys liked it. Ooh. And he was like, I know it's bad. Click, click, click. <laughs> that, it, that was another one of those monkey's paw situations. Like, oh, it'd be cool to like interview Inafune at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're going to interview him for uh, Yaiba. That's like the first time I got to interview Shigeru Miyamoto. It's for We Fit. Oh, or, no, no, sorry. We Music? Uh, we Music. Oh, that's no. even worse. Yeah, even worse. See, I, I did that same interview. Yeah. And uh, when I, like, at the end, like, I did the whole, like, Japanese business card exchange, mm-hmm. like, with both hands, and they just kind of stared at me for a second, and his assistant took it with one hand. And then they, like, card. they said something in Japanese and kind of laughed. Oh, no. Oh, like, I oh, sorry, he didn't bring any business cards. Oh. oh. He doesn't need one. You know who he is. Yeah. With, like, uh, not hit him go, up on LinkedIn. Not to go too long <laughs> about Yaiba. It's still a source of immense shame for me. <laughs> Yaiba was at the tail end of an era where it's like, this game is very violent and not funny. Mm-hmm. Let's put a film on it and call it Grindhouse. Yeah. And that's what they did with so many games. I think House of the Dead Overkill was the only game to actually get Grindhouse right, meaning yeah. it was racist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but also funny. And funny, yeah. yeah. But I, I reviewed Yaiba. I think I gave it like a three. Oh, man. So yeah, would you say that Yaiba was... Well, that sound. For the series? Mm, yeah. Yes. But uh, the arcade game had an awesome uh, uh, gore porn thing where... Ooh, that's it. Maddening saw sound. Yeah, so if you lose in Ninja Gaiden, um, oh, not good. It dumps all his quarters in your feet. <laughs> yes. There's a little, there's a little cinema scene of a saw blade lowering onto Ryu's body as demons are like, you know, rubbing their hands together in the background. It's like, uh-huh. do you want to see this man killed? <laughs> Put in a quarter, yeah. if not. The Pony sound, up that ring pop money. The sound make that, it happen. It, Microtransactions. Somebody made one. He died. I'm presuming in that in that clip. It sounded didn't sound that bad. He said, ooh. Well, I want you to listen to this again and listen carefully at the very end. We got Sawblade and. Ooh! 
Is that like good at the end? Good. <laughs> it sounds like he's kind of a sadomasochist and likes good, being Good, I wanted to saw. die. I don't care. I'm glad this giant circular saw went through my chest. Oh, I'm hog. <laughs> This was also one of the only Nintendo games to have an anime eye catch. Hmm. Ooh, yeah. Like between levels, you just get like big full screen sprite of Ryu running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had the uh, the NES version had uh, what I would I guess I would call the first cinema scenes in a yes. in an NES game. Well, it was the first time I'd ever heard them describe the cinema game. scenes. Yeah, they were transfixing. Yeah. The arcade game wasn't as uh, anime style. Yeah, but that whole thing true. of running through the field that happened in the arcade game mm. first. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a similar scene where you you have. The nin- blue ninja who's yeah. Ryu and he's like running and then he like does the midair jump. Yeah. They collide, with- one falls, and uh-huh. he's standing at the end. It was fucking beautiful. Yeah. And and like that that was a cool like splatting up against the screen like the 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 hockey mask guy is like just flush with the screen and he like slowly slides down and his eyes roll back in his head. It's like, oh he's the one that died. Yeah. Which great. is what happens when you jump on a ninja with a sword and you punch him. I mean, come <laughs> Don't on. do that. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just it's just baffling to me that like it's gonna go this series might go out on you, I bet. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that the guy who was in charge of it previously can't keep his hands to himself, and uh, who knows what he's doing now. It's, right. it's still a series that showed, I would think, remarkable longevity. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, like, seriously, it, it had a, a ten-year resurgence. Yeah. Uh, as of like oh four, oh, when was the first Ninja Guy now for Xbox? Uh, probably like oh three oh four. Yeah. Seriously, like mm-hmm. I didn't think the series would last well, that long, and it, it hit every generation. Now we have the Devil's Third, and <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Is that the last thing Inagaki made? Uh, I think so, and yeah. that was a torturous oh. like I like when I joined the gaming industry uh, full time in twenty eleven when I moved out here. I was hearing about the Devil's Third, and I was like, okay, I'm on board. Uh, I'll play it, and then like it just came out last year. <laughs> So uh, on the, the Wii U, players available on Steam. Is the, the Wii U only? Or it's something? Wii U only for the the main game, but I think a, a portion of it is on yeah, Steam. Okay, I don't know uh, if it's still on Steam or yeah. if it's just like available for a limited time. I wonder, what, like, when all is said and done with the Switch, like, will Devil's Third be one of the few Switch exclusives that stayed there? <laughs> Wii U exclusive. That, oh, Wii U, that wonderful yeah. one hundred and one. Sorry, yeah, Wii U. Bayonetta two probably. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going anywhere. And then they could put that on Switch. Uh, I would. I mean, it's coming have, to Steam. It's yeah. building a fan base. I hope mm, so. I th- it will only be on Switch because anywhere else. That's yeah. like my favorite Wii U game. It's Bayonetta one of the best. Two. Yeah. It's really up to Sega at this point, isn't it? I don't know. Or is, don't, or is, it, is that one Platinum and Nintendo? Well, it's it's Sega. Sega published the first one, but Nintendo co-published hmm. the second one. So hmm. I don't know how much Sega ownership Sega has in this or interest they have in the series. It's fucking hmm. weird. But you should all buy Vanquish on Steam. Yeah, this that just came week. out. But we can get into that yeah, in the second segment. For now, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Vanquish and other new releases. Uh, news, uh, community stuff. Stay tuned. I thought they could stop me Thought I had the challenge She rocked my world Tried to keep her away In my secret
Let's get scratching. Howdy, folks. Chris here to tell you that this week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible. That's right. And you lucky listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of the Audible service. What's the Audible service contain? Well, almost 200,000 different titles to choose from of audiobooks, comedy albums, spoken word stuff, comedy, radio shows that you can listen to on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, Galaxy MP3 player desktop, wherever you plug in earbuds to. Now, obviously, Audible's got a bunch of your bestsellers. They've got Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, The Handmaid's Tale, Hidden Figures, and even Neil Gaiman's uh, Norse Mythology. But if I had to recommend anything to you, since we're talking today about classic games, Audible has the ultimate history of video games by Stephen Kent. From Pong to Pokemon, hours and hours and hours of insightful uh, looks in how the video game industry formed, including a lot of the arcade games we've been talking about. If you're at all curious, you can try that book for free simply by going to audibletrial.com slash lasertime, and it's yours to listen to for free. Once again, you can enjoy a free month of Audible at audibletrial.com slash lasertime. Thank you, Audible. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. And, like, this was when DuckTales was getting huge. They're like, boy, this Scrooge McDuck's a cool character. Oh, and they're stealing stories right out of comic books yeah. Carl Barks did. Mm-hmm. So, with Carl Barks not even getting, like, story by credit yeah. on these TV shows. Yeah, it's insane. Because, like, trying to find a picture of Carl Barks, there's, like, two until, like, 1977. Mm-hmm. When, like, oh, this guy did the duck stuff? The dorks, <laughs> and, like, as, as happens all the time. Yeah. The dorks who grew up reading it, mm-hmm. like us, mm-hmm. 20 years later, find him. find him and write stories about him. That's write what stories about him, invite him to comic cons, and people can take pictures with him, and he signs stuff, and he does When I'm 50, I look forward to when they <laughs> dig up the old podcasters oh. and want to interview us about it. Yeah, will you do a fucking promo for my Google screencast? <laughs> you want me to do an Alfred Chicken impression? <laughs> Honestly, they don't need to do <laughs> that. Alf was the just... style at the time. <laughs> Bimmy! Bimmy! Uh, that's a thing. Remember? <laughs> Everybody remembers me. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our salubrious second segment, where we will jump right into... Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind is happening, so if you are a fan of Elder Scrolls Online and you've ever wanted to ride on a Silt Strider <gasps> or become an assassin for one of the great Dunmer houses, do I? Now's your chance! What, what were any of those words? Yeah, this is Elder Scrolls Online DLC, Morrowind yes, DLC. Yes, it's an expansion, Morrowind. Oh, yes. The, 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 one, the one game company sent me more than one email about trying their game. <laughs> And and I'm well, like, I, I would like to, I just don't yeah. get it. I don't yeah, know. how is Elder Scrolls Online doing? The only other successful pay uh, monthly uh, MMO I know about is FF14, which I, I play. I mean, I hear they just released an expansion, so they must be doing they, okay. I, it could be a desperate move. <laughs> <laughs> you like I, Morrowind? I don't know. I, I got Morrowind. Yeah, I know that Mar- Mar- Morrowind, Morrowind is like, it's still like this weird outlier in the series that was like, the rest of it is... Like, uh, Oblivion and Skyrim have been fairly straightforward, familiar uh, medieval fantasy, 
Whereas Morrowind, like, you go into this uh, land that's ruled by the Dunmer, or Dark Elves, and it is just this alien hellscape that where, like, people... Mass transit is, like, these giant bugs that you ride on, or possibly in. Uh, and I, I just remember, like, going around uh, in deals. that game and saying, like, hey, I like that guy's hat. I'm going to kill him and take <laughs> his hat. What I remember is, is what you just described, and it being one of the last Xbox original games that allowed mm. you to port over your own music into the game. Wow. So my friends riding around like Nine Inch Nails and Leonard Cohen while this <laughs> is happening makes it seem more I, surreal. I remember that a lot of Xbox original games mm. did that. For instance, oh, the, so the adaptation of The Great Escape. Like you have your own <laughs> yeah. custom soundtrack, so if you ever... You know, want to show your true juggalo nice. colors by playing Insane Clown Posse. Yes, yeah, Steve McQueen Steve jumps McQueen that fence. Just, yeah, Let exactly. the bodies hit the floor! When I, when I worked at a GameStop, uh, we ripped the Ocarina of Time soundtrack to the Xbox. And it would play during games with custom music. So uh, people are playing like Tony Hawk and all of the Ocarina <laughs> melodies are playing like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Bro, Bam Margera here with the Song of Storms. <laughs> I can't do a Christ dare to this. What the fuck? You got punk with an apostrophe D. Anyone here who still has their original Xbox... Plug it back in and listen to your custom soundtracks. You will never be more embarrassed. Hope you like Yellow Card. Yes. Uh. <laughs> uh, I actually have that on my soundtrack. Thank you. Yep. A lot I of ska. A lot of ska. Why don't girls like me playlist? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These sad fountains of Wayne Jerksish playlist. I like Mexican wine. Well, yeah. moving on to a game that will be out by the time the podcast hits that you guys have actually played. Yes. Yeah. Rhyme. Yeah. 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 It's not called Rim. R I M E rhyme. You put the rhyme in the roco nut. Uh, <laughs> my, oh. my, my headline will never make sense. No, <laughs> that is. makes no sense. That's just like the puzzles in the game, which oh, are okay. very obtuse. But it's really they are not. It, it's. I looked yeah, over they, your shoulder and we solved them immediately. Well, it, it's not that I'm smarter than you, but when you have two minds working on a puzzle, yeah, yeah, you go a little faster. I like to think like you were starting to say something and then I figured it out right as you were yeah, telling that's me. That's what's happened. Uh, so, but it's a really like gorgeous game. It's made by uh, Tequila Works. Tequila Works, and they did Deadlight on Xbox Live Arcade, which was completely different. It was a 2D platformer with zombies. Mm-hmm. Way better than it sounds. That sounds like the most cliche thing, but it was actually a really cool game. That was like five years ago, mm-hmm. and this is their first game since that. And yeah, it's a really uh, interesting 3D platformer with a lot of puzzle elements. Yeah, puzzles that will break your brain. Like yeah. I spent 90 minutes playing it. Didn't even get through the first, I guess, what they call level in mm-hmm. the game. Chapter. I played an hour of this. Board. At, board. Yeah. I, I played a whole board of this at GDC, and uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Fumito Ueda's work uh, with a little more of a focus on puzzles, like yeah, a little yeah. bit of it looks eco. Like that boy eco is very, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll just yell random shit. Yeah, and the fake language, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and but a lot of it is perspective puzzles. So that's I guess that's kind of like those Resident Evil 7 shadow puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just lining thing things up correctly and... Yeah, puzzles that like are really difficult, but once you solve them, you feel like the biggest genius on earth. Yeah, that was me in the first three hours of The Witness. And then, <laughs> I, then I vowed uh, Jonathan Blow is my enemy. <laughs> he lives in Berkeley. I'll find you. A <laughs> uh, few big re-releases this week. Uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition is coming to Wii U. Wow. Oh, uh, I'm feeling some sort of Kickstarter promise. Yeah, I'm was that a mistake or a dare? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm surprised that there's a platform that that isn't on already. Yeah. 
Uh, Disgaea 5 is coming to... Switch. Disgaea 5 Complete coming to Switch. Same question. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, if, if it has touch elements, it yeah. could it's make fine. a lot of like, sense. I got burned out on Nippon Ichii strategy RPGs after like Phantom Brave. I think after so, my I first don't... 90 hours in two Disgaea mm-hmm. games, it's like... I like these characters, but I can't do this anymore. You can't go into another 99-level dungeon yeah, this is for insane. a sword? Like, yeah, to level up a sword. Because we played, uh, from last week, Chroma Squad, which mm-hmm. is a lot like that. Really? Um, yeah, well, I just, I, I never heard it before. David yeah, previewed it, it a long time it, ago. So, I, yeah, it was so, it, the, that game is so old. <laughs> How, old How old is, is it? it? That I previewed it for official Xbox Magazine. Wow! Well, no! I think I played it, like, PAX 2014 or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was, it's really old. I think it was kickstarted. They needed that to do that for a while. And, and then, uh, yeah, it had some, I guess, le- legal issues. If you look at the logo now, look at oh, that shit. Oh, I see. Wow. Inspired by Saban's Power Rangers. Yeah. And I think that's totally unfair in them taking advantage of a team, uh, like a small development team without a, a lot of legal help. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be oh. Power Rangers, but it's happening on the soundstage on front of a green screen yeah. with like grips yeah. and cameramen but everywhere. Yeah, it's a tactical RPG where you control a Sentai squad. Mm-hmm. You can customize a lot of things about it, like who you hire to be the squad, the names of the characters on the squad, the names of your moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little slow, but I, I just think it's an interesting concept because mm-hmm. I love... Power Rangers, and mm-hmm. I love tactical RPGs. So you eventually get a mech that you can throw at people yeah. in, a, in a Fire Emblem game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Uh, PS4 is getting a couple of PS2 classics, Eternal Ring and Star Ocean Till the End of Time. These are odd oh. choices. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I really I wanted to love Till the End of Time. I love Star Ocean 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, till the End of Time, uh, I don't think it's that good, guys. I'm sorry. It has uh, one of the worst plot twists I've ever experienced. Can we like put a spoiler warning in this? Because I have to talk about this for at least 30 seconds, Michael. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Star Ocean 2 is the one for PS1, right? PS1, right. I love yes. that, too. So uh, in Star Ocean 3, uh, about halfway through the game, you find out everything that has existed up to that point in time in the Star Ocean world has been an MMORPG that other characters are playing. <laughs> and you, es- you escape from that world... And there is no like uh, existential dilemma. There, are, there are no. Uh, there's no soul searching. It's like let's go on our adventure. Still, it's just like no. You just realized you're part of a simulation. You got some shit to figure out. And I thought they 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 kept that shit constrained to the Dot Hack universe. No, no. Unfortunately, Dot Hack had a very clear de- uh, lineation of like this is the real world, this is the fake world. But in Star Ocean, it's like oh yeah, all the things you did up to this point it didn't matter. So uh, you're living yeah. in a simulation. Is Ashton Anchors in it? No, but I then believe, I don't care. I yeah. believe the 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 Scarlet protagonist Snakes is back, right? Yeah, yeah. That I was obsessed with barrels. The yeah, protagonist yeah. has the most uh, foreshadowy name. His name is Fate Line God. Jesus <laughs> So you figure out who he is. Are you yeah. with the fire riders. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Uh, start the Star Ocean um, Five was a bit better. Four was uh, the director was like, "Why can't this be a porn game?" And they're like, "No, just make an RPG." <laughs> But, no, um, no, please make an RPG. Yes, uh, but man, there, there's some. These are some odd choices for. Uh, they they're always making these odd choices for PS2 releases. Wasn't Eternal Ring like? Was that a launch game or close to? I it? think it was. Yeah, it's just one of those games I kept seeing working at a GameStop. Yeah, like Eternal this Ring, again? Summoner, Orphan, all yes. of the uh-huh. C tier launch RPGs. Yeah. Yes. Man. Um, speaking of re-releases, Overwatch Game of the Year Edition is coming out. Uh, oh, yeah. Or I is out by the time you hear this? Huh. Who gave that game of the year? We did. I know, we kidding. Well, Everybody but did. But it's more mm-hmm. like, did they charge for any of their DLC? Or does this come with a no. bunch of skins you would have unlocked? 
had you uh, paid for loot boxes. It comes with the following bonuses, according oh, oh. to VG247.com. Mm. Uh, ten loot boxes with random items, such as credits. Game of the year, uh, baby. Mercy's Wings for Diablo 3 players. Mm-hmm. Tracer for Heroes of the Storm. Hero skins. Vintage skins for Blackwatch Reyes. Strike Commander Morrison. Or Overgrown Bastion, Security Chief Farah, and Slipstream Tracer, StarCraft II, in-game portraits of Bastion, Tracer, Farah, blah, 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 blah. Bunch, of, bunch of stuff for Where other Blizzard Rod games. Winston? That's... Mm-hmm. Gotta fuck... Give me something from my main. There's an Overwatch-themed Hearthstone card pack. You'll probably Ooh. like that. And, huh? and a baby Winston pet for use in oh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. If that's like Baby Groot, I'm on board. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Uh, I really like Overwatch, and I meant to fire it up today to see all the new stuff that was added, which I don't think is part of the Game of the Year edition. But a bunch of a new fucking meme skins, uh, like seriously deep memes, wow. like a uh, bunch of shit based on viral videos, yeah, so like anime memes. references, deep yeah. anime references, but even like you know like failed ninjas on YouTube, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, kind of stuff. All the like, new emotes, and guns stuff. that are fidget spinners. And... <laughs> <laughs> they, they're not that fast, but uh, but but. Yeah, a bunch of really fun stuff, and I was more fascinated by a, a game that, I don't know, I thought Overwatch, we gave it all this praise because it wasn't one of those things that you need to be uh, a great at Twitch shooting to play with 13-year-olds in order to enjoy, but really figure out some character momentum and figure out how to work with the right people. Wait, who are our mains? I'm, I'm a Torbjorn boy. I'm a, I am like Winston and Tracer, hmm. personally. Um, how about you guys? I'm Overwatch. a fan of D.Va. Hmm. I like uh, Mr. Shooter Guy. Uh-huh. I, I haven't played Soldier Overwatch. Soldier 76? Uh, yes. he's, well, he's like the beginner I character. do like Reaper. I really do. But who's, I, your, who's your waifu? Uh, Better question. Ooh. I'm also a huge Not fan mercy. of May because like, she's the ultimate annoyance character. She really uh, does annoy everyone. I would have been Tracer, but she kissed a girl once in a comic. And oh. Now it's canon. I, I had to talk to my youth counselor about I, that. I like playing as Tracer, but I'm not nimble enough to pull that I off. I loved it. When it was, every once in a while, I hit a, a zone. Sorry, I haven't played this game in a long time. Hmm. But oh. I thought it would be more fascinating to see what it looked like a year from now. Because this is the biggest FPS phenomenon best I've seen mu- since TOD. Best multiplayer Four. experience I've had since Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're very comparable. Yeah. Uh, Vanquish is Van- coming out Yay. on PC. Finally, get to quish some vans in uh, 4K. What the fuck took Sega so long? This has no licensing hang-ups of any kind. It's just and... figuring out, like, oh, people on the PC want to play these games, yeah. and they will never look... I can't wait to play uh, Vanquish 1080p, 60fps, yeah. just beautiful, butter-smooth graphics. Yeah, watch a blonde president get shot <laughs> in the head. That's, that's the Hillary Clinton uh, president <laughs> we were supposed to have who, who allows in the Vanquish future. San Francisco to be microwaved. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. man, it is basically like Japan doing Gears of War, <laughs> not in the bad yeah. way they did it in that one game. In, I can't in remember. Quantum Theory. Domain. Quantum Theory. Yeah. yeah. I hear Binary Domain was actually good. That's what I heard. Yeah. But uh, no, this is great. Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil. This is yeah. like, uh, what if Gears of War was extremely fast and uh, taking cover was for uh, Namby Pamby wussies? Yeah. What, if, what if instead of taking cover, you had uh, rocket boots that shot yeah. out so you could slide on your knees? What, what if you just yes, ran so straight at your enemies through hails of bullets and Punch the shit out of them at high speed. And you can throw your cigarette to distract them. Yeah, yes. I remember taking an appointment with a guy. He's like, all I wanted to do was make a cool character who smoked. <laughs> Everybody said no, and I said yes. And here's, here's all the ways he can smoke even in space. Was that McConnell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like okay. it was a, it was during a creative assembly meeting. Wow, <laughs> but it was uh, one of my finest E3 memories. That game was so much fun. That and, and that just this the canonical, uh, like the the the, the gun. The gun is just this oh, yeah. inanimate object that can take the form of anything. It transforms, yeah. It transforms yeah. into anything, and 
the more you pick up, the more weird things you can do with this thing that can transform into any mm-hmm. kind of weapon you want. You can ride around on mechs. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was like big things in this that looked kind of like Megatron mm-hmm. from Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very fun game, and I I remember a lot of people didn't like it uh, when it came out, and like. I gave it a very high score, and people harangued me over it. It's like, oh, you clearly sold out. I played the demo, and it wasn't very good. It's like, well, you're not going to get... Number one, you're not going to get a great sense of this game just playing a demo. Number two, uh, like, I think a lot of people were playing this, like, traditional Gears of War, where, like, I'm oh, you can't, yeah. hiding behind cover and trying to take it slow, and you do that, you're going to get your ass kicked. You really need to just, like, this is an adrenaline high. This is for people who, like, love brawlers where you can just run up to your enemies and mm-hmm. smash them in the face. Very That's what this game. is for. And there Very is a slow motion game. mechanic, right, yep. like in every yes. Platinum game. That is what makes their games so good. Every one of their games has a slow motion, like, just system in place that mm-hmm. lets you kick ass, you yeah. know. And it was also damn near impossible to grab any good custom screenshots from because there was motion blur on <laughs> every screenshot. So, yeah. yeah, it just but looked awful. I don't know if this uh, this still applies, but if you bought Bayonetta for the PC, which you should, it is it looks mm-hmm. so good and it plays so good on the PC. You'll get like five dollars off this, so it's only fourteen ninety nine instead of nineteen ninety nine. If I already own Bayonetta on three sixty and Wii U, is I, it worth getting the PC version? I would say it's the definitive version. Yes, hmm. uh, no version has looked better. I mean, Digital Foundry did a test, and it's even. Better than the Wii U port. Wow. The PC port, yeah. Okay. And I think it can also run in 4K, which immediately puts it above that. If you have the computer to do it, you can do Bayonetta in 4K. Nice. Uh, Also coming out this week... Uh, super hot in VR, which oh, ooh, that sounds like, like an I'm interesting throw idea. Up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure that game needs to be in VR, but I'll try it. Hmm. Sure. Is that for like uh, any VR format or uh, PC? I'm okay. Not, I would imagine. Vive. Oculus and Vive, yeah. or maybe it's Oculus exclusive, if it's, anything. Uh, that's the first-person shooter where things only move when you move, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, which, if you're going to be, if you get motion sick by uh, VR, this is probably, like, the good game to, like, just dip your toe in, like, okay, I'm going to stop for a second. <laughs> All right. All right, now I'll move again. Uh, let's see, Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers coming I'm to Switch. I'm yeah. curious about that. Just, yeah. just the two-on-one the two on one fighting mechanic. And I know oh, there's wow. some weird first-person mode in it, but the idea... Yeah, yeah there yeah. is. That is all 3D, even though the game itself is 2D. Yeah, and but it looks like the HD remix version of that game with a couple of new features. By new, I mean palette swaps for you and Ken. Mm-hmm. But whatever, It's uh, that was a great game that didn't go anywhere else. And the first-person thing, from what I've seen, it seems to just be about, like... Grab the uh, the the switch controllers in each hand, and then like do Hadouken motions to throw so fireballs. It's like a, a demo for arms kind of. Uh, kind Street of, yeah. Fighter EX did first person Street Fighter like twenty fucking years. That's ago. true, but it didn't I, do it with motion controls. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> but I'm dying. The I've seen a bunch of people balk at the price point, which is a little up there. It's a bit much. It's like the Bomberman R uh, problem. Yeah. For a game you probably own on at least five separate platforms. It's almost impossible you own this on any other than two platforms. Hmm. This... This game doesn't exist in, on any other platform. Doesn't it? No. What it's about the like 360 the, version? Yeah, but like two platforms. And yeah. It's it never it's went not, anywhere else, I guess. It's not backwards well, compatible. I mean, there it's is no... PC. Like, Ultra Street Fighter 2 is Switch exclusive, mm-hmm. I think. Like, it it doesn't exist on So much else, so, <laughs> I can't get a copy, because uh, yeah. Nintendo's publishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we well. know anyone who just went to Nintendo. Nope, nope, nope. No, no, that never happened. Oh, we can't even say his name on podcast. No, no, no. He'll be killed by Wobble Luigi. He'll have to show up and disavow us. Send us a C&D... 
Well, you can never show up on here again. Uh, Friday the 13th, the game. Yeah. I'm very I'm much looking for forward this. to. I'm I'm very curious because what's, what's the other one? Dead by Dawn or Dead by Daylight? Ooh, I forget the name, but on, I know what you mean. On PC. That yeah. It already seems to be a very similar conceit where it's multiplayer. Uh, one team is the... You know, the camp counselors, the other team is Jason, mm-hmm. uh, who just stomps around and kills everyone and has six senses about things. Is that called asymmetrical multiplayer? I yes, believe so. I think is. we've all been waiting for the Left 4 Dead replacement, at least yeah. I have. Evolve didn't do it as yeah. much as I, w- I wanted Evolve it's, to be it's that. It's very close to it, but yeah. not quite. It's the same team, right? Uh, I don't, th- I don't no. think so. No, I don't think they have anything to do with it. Yeah, no. it's a rock made. Made Left 4 Dead. They did. I no, mean, no, but they yeah, didn't make then they made game. Evolve. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what they Oh, sorry. Not, um, this Turtle is, Rock did make Evolve, but not this yeah. game. This is yeah. Gun Media. They also made Seinfeld. <laughs> no, this is a different thing. This yeah. Is. Gun, so Gun Media made, made Friday the 13th, I know, because I've been getting the Kickstarter things. Because uh, I did Kickstart this game, full mm-hmm. disclosure. and I, I Thank sh- God. Should finally be getting it. Uh, I am excited. Like, there's a bunch of different j- versions of Jason that you mm-hmm. can play with. Uh, they all have different abilities, which is cool. No... I, I don't think Jason X, the space Jason, is in it, but they that. do have a custom Jason designed by Tom Savini. Really? Nice. Yes. I love Tom so, Savini. So, yeah, Tom Savini was one of their stretch goals. They hired him on to do, like, the design the visual Very effects cool. and stuff. I believe Kane Hodder did the yep. motion capture. Wow. Ooh. So, yeah, they, they poured a bunch of uh, effort into this, and it originally started out as, like, just, like, a knockoff game about camp counselors running from a slasher and then like they really wanted to do it as a Friday the 13th game and they managed to impress uh, New Line oh cool I think Uh, Paramount yeah whoever holds the rights enough Mm. to create this game can you play as Jason's mother from Friday the 13th part (laughs) I don't believe you can but maybe that maybe that that is DLC later we're talking bag Jason hockey mask and red Flare hockey. Yes. <laughs> what, about, what about NES purple and yes. neon blue? Jason? <laughs> that needs to be there. That's my favorite, Jason. And can you play as like a very slow camp counselor when you use up <laughs> all the fast ones? My favorite, Jason, got killed in heavy rain. <laughs> but right. I look. Uh, I'm. I'm. Jason. Jason. He, just, he just followed his balloon, Chris. I've watched every single. Well, with the exception of Jason X, I've watched every single Jason movie more than once. Friday. Every single Friday Thirteenth movie more than once. I can't think of different variations of Jason besides All I know is little like, kid and has a hockey mask like, or is buff. So you've got part two, baghead Jason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, part three, hockey mask Jason. Part six, uh, waterlogged Jason. Mm. Part seven, uh, chain around neck Jason. Uh, part eight, New York Jason. Part nine, Jason goes to hell. Creepy okay, face yeah. Jason. Uh, and then Jason designed by Tom Savini. Who's all fucked up? You should be if, if, as fiery if, bits. If we're for talking, some Jason goes to hell. You should be able to play as the guy who played Don King in uh, <laughs> Rocky Five, who, who ate the heart and became Jason for a while. Uh-huh. There are like four different people who just became Jason. And, and I don't Jason like that at all. Yeah. Like Jason is some kind of supernatural entity. Yeah, I kind of want to want the opportunity to play as like the weak sauce Jason from when it was just some guy pretending to be Jason. Yeah, that, uh, that movie five. is still good though. Mm. Uh, yeah, but like, and, and that guy can be like the Dan Hibiki of the Jasons. <laughs> He has his no name abilities. is Roy, okay? He has yeah. a name. <laughs> he was a cop. He was mad that his son was killed earlier in the movie. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry. And I think, I, I remember a stretch goal was to get Corey Feldman to voice Tommy Jarvis. I oh, can't man. remember if they did that or not. I mean, I think he, he's for sale. <laughs> yeah, that Corey Feldman Well, guy. he's touring with his band. Oh, I'm sure that's very good. <laughs> and they're terrible performances. Yeah. I want to go to uh, one of his birthday parties. Did they get uh, Miguel Nunez to sing in a porta potty? Sure. It's also a great part it's a of five uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. I got five. it. Right. I've only seen three. Oh, uh, are you kidding? I love these movies. Yeah. No, no. I see. I 
we we talked about mm-hmm. briefly doing a, a horror themed something. Mm-hmm. And my thing is that like I never like all the other kids at my school mm-hmm. would see these movies and tell me about them. I could never see them. You gotta find that one shitty kid with the shitty parents yeah. who don't care what you yeah. watch. But see what they did was they would just tell me about them mm. and I wasn't really mm. interested in seeing them because I found that scary, but to be told about them was great, but then I just had my imagination to rely on, so these mm. movies were much more horrifying mm. and disgusting well, than really any movie could ever be in my head. The first movie has a riveting 20-minute scene of Strip Monopoly, so <laughs> yeah. strap nice. in for that. Nice. All I'm right. not kidding. Yeah. And then uh, the movie, the series ends at part four with Corey Feldman killing Jason. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and they never made another movie after that. <laughs> never. They nope. certainly didn't make five but more part, movies. But your, Dave is... Dave is the first yes. person to say that part five is fascinating. I love it because it, 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 it hits every single Friday the 13th cliche yeah. you want. Besides the fact that Jason's not Jason. I've they, never seen a movie, like maybe Gremlins 2, fuck with its own formula that much yeah. and make fun of its own. But like the biggest stereotypes being killed, like yeah. there's a hick, there's like a greaser Italian guy Ew. all getting killed. Uh, best, Some of the best nudity the series yeah. ever had. For me it's seven because you got full yeah. bush. And I think, mm. I think it's five that has the, the part, the... The girl in the sleeping bag getting slammed against the tree oh, by I think you're right, yeah. which is like one of the best kills. That's how I want to go out. Did. And I hope is in the game in some I, way. Yeah, shape I or think form. they they have like a bunch of Jasons unique kills in the game, and I believe that they are unique to the different types of Jasons Ooh. you can play as. Mm. So that's pretty awesome. I'm hoping that at some point they say like, "Fuck it, let's make a Jason versus Jason mode," because <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. I really want to play this now. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to play it. All right, well, let's move on to your special segment, Chris. Oh. Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? <laughs> All right, listen up, you fuck bitches. Uh, <laughs> what am I buying? <laughs> Chrissy the Kid Antista's here to tell you how to save money this week on Vigi Games. Humble Bundle, that shit I told you about last week, still really great, still going on. You should take advantage of it. But they also have a uh, Game On bundle on Humble Bundle right now to benefit War Child. War Child, a charity that has reached out across the globe to gaming influencers to help them highlight the importance of protecting, educating, and standing up for the rights of children caught in conflict. Because that shit happens all the time, and no one. Mm. Can... But what yeah. a cool name for a charity! It is War Child. It sounds like a fucking metal band. Yes. But it's if anything, it's about defending the people who are always the innocent victims of every single atrocity. Stupid fucking political regimes end up uh, doing to their society. Children, so stick up for children. I'm serious. Like people, please support this because the games are good. For, for paying whatever you want, you get Worms, uh, Clan Wars. Hey, when was the last time you got a Worms game? Everybody needs a Worms yeah. game. Uh, Her Story and 80 Days. Pay whatever you want. One dollar, nothing. Pay more than that, Grim Fandango Remastered, Stanley Parable, and Broken Sword. Ooh. Oh, all great. Pay ten bucks, you get Borderlands pre-sequel and Day of the Tentacle Remastered. Oh, Day of the Tentacle. So, for yes, real. Like, right, thank you, Bob. Yes. Like, it, the, for ten dollars, you get that one game. All the other ones, you support a good cause, and you get a bunch of soundtracks. So Stanley Parable, really fucking fun. Comes with the soundtrack. I only I will only support Borderlands to save the children. <laughs> That's my stance. Uh, PS One, PSN has a bunch of good deals this week. Uh, Bloodborne Complete Collection Digital only. Please don't balk at that if you have a PS Four because seventeen fifty for one of the, I think the best, oh dear lord yes the best PS Four exclusive that exists. DLC is um, fantastic yep. too. It's so good. Uh, and PSN also has seventy percent uh, up to seventy percent off digital games. Never Alone is three fifty. Tomb Raider and Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition are both seven forty nine each. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadows of Mordor nine ninety nine. Batman 
Telltale uh, series, $12. Mm. Not bad. A site I've never heard of, <laughs> Rakuten. How would you like to get an Xbox One, one terabyte, with a wireless controller, and five games for $230? Is Microsoft wow. in trouble? Uh, <laughs> well, the, I think we're getting Scorpio at D3. Oh, okay, yeah, I think right. we're getting Scorpio, and the games are good, but old. <laughs> okay. Um, Loco like, Cycle, Crimson no, no. Dragon. Think, think, Rise. Think, think ten months later. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Lego of- Marvel, The Crew, Far Cry 4, Watch Dogs, The Pro Evolution Soccer 2015. <laughs> uh, but still, it's five games. Trade them in, do whatever you want That's with them. Good. Yeah, for 230 bucks, not bad. Again, I, I, I didn't think we'd be in this period of getting a console for next to $200 yeah. in this cycle. We're good. nowhere near a new generation. I mean, sorry, I think Scorpio, Scorpio will probably... Uh... Uh, Overwatch is, is pretty much under $30 everywhere in honor of its anniversary. It's really cool to see Blizzard... This game's been popular for a year. Let's make it cheap. Cool. Most people don't fucking do that. Uh, and I believe $22 on Battle.net. It oh, might be God, only yeah. the European version, but it doesn't really matter. There are ways to do that to get it for $22. Uh, Best Buy has two LEGO Dimensions packs for $10. Bucks. Uh, Lego, fun packs, excuse me, not story packs. Uh, uh, Amazon has Titanfall 2 for 20 bucks, and Far Cry Blood Dragon digitally for $4. Ooh, that game definitely cool. Always it, yeah. buy that forever. And my lack of the week, Gamefly, which we usually promote uh, yeah. as part of our yeah. uh, being a sponsor. <laughs> what is it? Gameflyoffer.com slash laser time? Something it like that. Sounds yeah. like right. I think. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, but they, they sell used games on occasion. If you're a Gamefly member, you can get them for a little cheaper. But this is, uh, we're talking Mirror's Edge Catalyst, eight ninety nine, Doom, twelve ninety nine, Call of Duty Infinite, Uncharted 4, Gears of War 4, Dishonored 2, $19.99. Metal Gear, Far Cry, Batman, Resident Evil, Just Cause, all under $20 with free shipping. All worth um, it. All wor- yeah, I have bought used games it. from Gameplay before, and they're, they're a great service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than a UPS fiasco that involved me having to like, drive down to San Jose, <laughs> which is a, a shipping error. <laughs> And Chris, it is indeed GameflyOffer.com Gamefly slash laser time. Slash laser time. You get started with a free 30-day trial. This is true, but nice. you don't have to do that, but like this is indicative of like how you can buy games back from them a lot cheaper. Okay. And that is it for Game Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you. I knew it was coming. Oh, Beetle. Thank <laughs> you for being you. <laughs> Before we get into news, uh, we should talk briefly about you. You have a poll that you want Vigigame Apocalypse listeners yes. to complete, There'll which be would link. help us out. There will be a link to it on uh, the site underneath this post uh, and on Twitter and on our Facebook. So, yeah. uh so twitter.com slash VGApocalypse yep. is really easy. Why mm-hmm. not follow us while you're there? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of you haven't. Yeah, I, I know anything we've built outside of this podcast on iTunes, most of you have never touched. Yep. But this would be the time to but help us out for it's, nothing. It's just a quick demographic poll. Yep. It'll take about five minutes. You don't have to put in any personal yeah, information, no data I don't that'll think. be taken yeah. from you. It's mm-hmm. all good. It's um, just multiple choice. It's really easy, and mm-hmm. uh, it'll help us get ad dollars. I know you don't care about that, but if you've ever been like, hey, uh... I kind of want to give to their Patreon, but I don't feel like it. Uh, this is a, an alternate way to help us out. And I would guess the majority of you listening are those very people. <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, that would really help us out if you have a, a spare five seconds. It would be really cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, let's jump into Dave's Time to Shine. Yeah. 
Far Cry 11 has come out, and it's on the moon, and it stars well, gay people. You, you guys have seen the announcements for Far Cry 5, yeah. uh, which is in Hope County, Montana. You will be seeing previews all over the place about exactly what it means. You can read two of mine at PlayStation.blog and also you at ubblog.com. It's not the first time. Oh, my bad. You uh, <laughs> but uh, So Far Cry 5 is modern day set in oh. Montana. You're facing off against a cult that has locked down this remote county called Ooh. Hope County. You know, the fucking, the fucking teasers gave me more than anything. Cause, like, it's going to be a Western. Like, no, this gives me true detective vibes. Mm. This old church in the middle of nowhere. Like, this looks weird. I mean, it is, it is Far Cry. It's yeah. still going to be very crazy and chaotic, but mm-hmm. it is going to be about... Facing off against this cult called Eden's Gate. Mm. It's taken over this county. But this being a Far Cry game, not everyone is on the side of the cult. Mm. There's a lot of residents who are also stuck in this county with you. And I really big, like my cable plan. <laughs> a big part of the game is going around and finding them, talking to them, uh, trying to get them to join your side. Mm. At which point they'll they'll bring special abilities. Like there's, there's three characters that they've shown off. Uh, there's uh, Pastor Jerome, who is a former parish priest who's taken up arms against the cult. Uh, is he the one banging that dude's head into the bell? No. <laughs> uh, there is uh, Mary Mae Fairgrave, who runs a bar that the cult has taken over, and she now wants to get it back. And there's Nick Rye, who's like a crop duster pilot, and in his teaser he's shown fixing a Gatling gun to oh, oh, uh, cool. a crop duster plane. So... Little little teaser of things to come. I'm really on board. I love Far Cry 2. I love Far Cry 3. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 4, I was okay with. And after that, I was like, you got to get out of the jungle. I want mm-hmm. I want this gameplay somewhere else. And this is answering... This like, is a weird place yeah. to set a game. And I'm very mm. happy about that. Yeah, it's, it's very unique, I've the never, setting. Yeah, I've never been to Montana, but I just imagine it being like Kansas. Like one of those like states where you literally just drive through it and the terrain never goes up or down. And you see no people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds great to me. I, I, I've loved Far Cry from the beginning. I, I wanted a big change. It sounds like a pretty big change for it, so it I'm is. excited. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's going to be more coming at E3, obviously. This is just kind of like, you know, here here's an introduction to the game. You'll you'll see a lot more uh, in a couple weeks. Cool. Uh, well, E3 takes place in June, uh, which is also when we'll get new Xbox Games with Gold games, Ooh. Uh, which were just revealed. Uh, so... In June, you'll be able to get for free, if you have Xbox Live Gold, Speedrunners and the original Watch Dogs on Xbox One, as well as uh, DLC for Phantom Dust. You Fan- get this from my game DLC. Sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I still need to download Phantom yeah, Dust. Yeah, Phantom Dust is free. It's free, wow. Yeah. I, th- I don't even think you need Xbox Live Gold for that. Uh, and on the 360, you can download Assassin's Creed 3 and Dragon Age Origins. Ooh. And uh, both of those games... Any time that there's a Xbox 360 game that's uh, games with gold, you can download it on your Xbox One as well due to backwards compatibility. Oh, cool. Um, uh, far away from June 2017 is 2018, uh, which is when Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed to. Just uh, 2018 in general? I think the earliest because it was part of a, uh, a an earnings call for Take-Two. I think they said... The a certain quarter in 2018 that starts in March of 2018. So I think it's like 
March to May or March oh, to June. So like a year from now, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's par for the course. Like, you will have every single Rockstar game will have one delay. It'll be a big delay, but I mean, there it almost always Come on, leads to we it. We called this. There's Everybody. never been a Rockstar game in November. It's all been spring. Never. Never. Maybe Midnight Club. I think was uh, fall, right? Which one? Grand Theft Auto V? It was scheduled fall and came out. It it did? Yeah. L.A. Noir, GTA 4. Like, they always do Mm. that. It's a good time for them. It used to be like a... a, Like, when do we want to release our uh, AAA game that everyone's going to buy anyway? How about when there's no games ever? That's very smart. GTA Um, 5 was September. Was it? Yes. On which system? Uh, 360 yeah. PS3. I know that. Th- I was laid off at the time and bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play this game. But see, that's that's what I thought this would be because GTA 5, like they were working on it for so long that they were they were able to hit that fall release date, or maybe they had it had slipped to a spring release date and they just so, pushed yeah. it forward and they didn't tell us. No, that yeah, that was the case. Actually, it did go through delays, I think. Yeah. And ended it's, up in September. The PC version of Fred Redemption 2 coming out on the same day as everything else? Or is it going to be later down the road? I don't know. Hmm. But, I mean, hmm. like, 2017's already so packed full of good games that, like, between what will probably, like, you know, there's probably going to be a couple things announced during E3 that will be coming out at the end of the year. I'm willing to wait for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, until yeah. next year, because it'll out. be great. I have so many gigantic three thousand hour games to play that I need any time. Yeah, I don't I know time if your if your life resembles ours, where <laughs> we have to cover a bunch of Star Wars movies and come up with a bunch of crap for Christmas. It's been my life for the last ten years, mm-hmm. where we have to come up with content while we're out for Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. really bad time for <laughs> games, and it's been. Yeah, I'll skip Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed this year. I can mm-hmm. usually, but I would never skip Red Dead Redemption. Glad it's coming out when I'll there, be. There's only one so far. So I know, but like, it. but the idea that like I'm going to be home and playing shit, right. whereas not traveling abroad or building a backlog while I, during break. Thank God. Uh, completely shifting gears. Uh, the developer of El Shaddai what? is making an RPG for PlayStation 4 and Vita started it, starring one of the characters from El Shaddai, Lucifer. Oh, interesting, yeah. yeah. El Shaddai seemed like an interesting um, failure. Yeah, I liked Just, it. Um, it was I really remember, cool. I think it was a recipient of our uh, the Okami Award for a game too beautiful to live at Games Radar. It's bizarre. And, and yeah. like at a time when it did some really visually interesting things. It still is the most the weirdest place I've ever met Doug Benson. Uh, what? <laughs> it was public. at an El Shaddai party. That is very Comic-Con. weird. I mean, um, I would go to it. But, I met uh, him a billion times. El Shaddai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, El Shaddai, uh, published by Ignition Entertainment, also published Deadly Premonition. So yeah. they were publishing a lot of weird, oddball games at that time. Mara 2010, Masa? 2011. Yeah. Muramasa, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the original El Shaddai was kind of like a Devil May Cry-ish combat with like biblical stuff, yeah, very, very some stylish, weird two D portions. But this is just going to be an RPG, so hmm. you know, hopefully a little bit more streamlined than else should I. Ascension of the Metatron was the. Uh, in case you wanted to make it even more oblique and like, yeah, we need uh, a, a clumsy subtitle for yeah. that. Uh, also recently announced was Life is Strange Two or Ooh, whatever second season. Of Get Life Stranger. Is Strange. That's yeah. I think we none of us expected to see a follow up to Life is Strange. That's insane. Well, I mean, it was a big indie hit yeah, last popular. year. I, I know, but have you played it? No, I want to though. I really, <laughs> I've only really played want the first to. episode, yeah, which I, I enjoyed. I, I just yeah. didn't pick up the rest. I got to the that. bathroom. <laughs> that's like an hour. That's not even an hour, and that's like fifteen <laughs> minutes in. But 
I did start it, so that's what counts. Uh, but don't nod. They're, they also make great but weird games. Mm-hmm. Like they they did a uh, Remember Me. Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and Life is Strange has sort of that same sort of uh, rewinding time mechanic that mm-hmm. uh, I find interesting. A very French take on uh, American suburban <laughs> life. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another... Let's be rude to one another. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much like David Cage though. Thank yes. God. No, 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 no. Another announcement. Uh, over the last week, not as big as El Shaddai or Life is Strange 2, uh, Destiny 2? Huh? Uh, oh! Destiny! Sh- yes, this oh. uh, indie outer space game uh, never heard I, of it. coming out September 8th. I'm crazy excited about this, except for the idea of... Uh, this was promised as a 10-year experience. It was. And everybody who played it, like, this is just Destiny again. Yeah. Like, why are you wiping away the servers of the first Destiny? 10-year experience, dude. I know, but, like, <laughs> that's not... I don't know, it's like the same thing Rock Band promised. But the idea that their competitors existed in an annual cycle they had to keep up with. Hmm. It bums me out, because, I mean, like, th- what was it? When did that come out? 2015? Or 2014? 20- 14, I think. Yeah. So when I got my PS4, I have the white PS4. Yeah. So it's like two or three years that they supported with a lot of DLC, I (laughs) feel like. When was the last DLC for Destiny 1, though? Like like almost seven months ago. Okay. Uh, And and even then, like, it's a certain kind of person who wants to play Destiny a lot. And and I guess none of you are those people. Well, I didn't even play it a little. I didn't play it at all. I thought it was too cool. But I might try it now that I've heard so much good things about the first game. Yeah. So I guess this uh, part of the game is that you'll be going to Earth. I guess you didn't mm. do that in original Destiny. I know there's a wizard oh. on the moon, and that's basically <laughs> yeah. what the entire game was that's about in my mind, I think. That's the trailer, goddammit. But yeah, so it's coming out in September 8th uh, on PS4, Xbox One. It'll be coming later to PC, and I believe only through Battle.net. That's Holy really shit, cool. That's the weirdest huh. thing yeah. ever. But it wasn't on uh-huh. PC at all. Before. Oh, the first one was? Yeah, and like uh-huh. I remember... Tyler telling me, like, Destiny is PC gamer secret shame. Because it's one of those games that would really appeal to PC gamers. Like, a Left 4 Dead thing of, like, this could be different every time. Mm -hmm. Let's make it really hard for ourselves and do this raid again. And teaming up with Battle.net is awesome. I mean, like, um, my friends and I were playing PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, and Skype sucked, and Steam Mm -hmm. Chat sucked. So we just hopped onto Battle.net's chat, and we just (laughs) used that for another game. It was like, wow, "Wow, this is the perfect chat. Like, no problems, no hiccups or anything like that. incredible. Yeah. Well, I guess it's another Activision subsidiary. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. But it still seems really fucking weird. Yeah. No other Blizzard. No, yeah, I never thought about it. It is an Activision it comp- is, like related company in a way. Yeah. Everybody tells me that they don't really talk that like, much. But is Vivendi, did Vivendi pull out of that deal? Ooh, I know yeah. there's been a lot of... Uh, They're still trying to take over Michael's company. Oh. Yeah. Hostile. We will never... <laughs> he winced. All right, yeah. I'll stop talking about it. I don't know anything <laughs> oh, about no. it. Oh, uh, no. Well, speaking of Michael's company, uh, South, Park, <laughs> South Park Fractured But Whole has a release date of October 17th. Fucking sweet. Which I think will put it in line with the new season of mm. South Park. I, I prefer to call it the fractured, but, but whole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whole. Uh, Was the original release date last year for that game? or I'm just curious uh, as to you. I mean, uh, South Park uh, RPGs have a history of delays, at least yeah, but that wasn't of truth. I mean, under Obsidian is not making yeah. this game. I know that much, but I feel like working with Trey, and Matt, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, mm-hmm. they have they're very particular about uh, what they do yeah. and astoundingly um, particular, <laughs> yes. as far as I know. And anytime they try to multitask, mm-hmm. uh, 
delays end up happening. Like that, that they tried to make a movie, yeah, uh, Team America, at the same time they were doing a TV show, and and one of these games is, is like a full them. season of South Park. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That, the first that one shit was... happens to me. Although the first one, it's insane. Yeah. It is a, if you like South Park, it's if you if you had if any TV show had a game like Stick of Truth, mm-hmm. it should blow everybody's mind. It's a great game with like technically 60 hours of extra content that yeah. fleshes out the story of South Park. Uh, I believe it was a Dan who said that like uh, they'd never actually mapped out the locations of where things are in South oh, Park God. and had to mm. for the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was originally scheduled for December 6th this mm-hmm. year. Thought so, pushed yeah. next year. But yeah, like kind of expected for a game like this Don't to like be December pushed. Don't like December games. I, just, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw the trailer for Last Jedi in the theaters recently and like December 15th. That means I'll be flying back to Florida in two days. Please mm-hmm. don't put your game out then, because mm-hmm. I'll never play it. You can just not go to Florida. I can't not do it. My parents <laughs> will get, get mad at me. I Bring them, them here, Chris. I want their money. No. <laughs> well, that's good, too. <laughs> They're about to die. I need it. Oh, no. Selecting uh, poison, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, also, The Witcher will be coming to Netflix. Uh, to It'll be played by TV Julian Assange, according yeah. to every oh meme my God. I've seen on Twitter. That's a great meme, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, no, just Geralt is not sickly enough. Mm-hmm. Geralt. Geralt. I said it right. I'm fine. But uh, hopefully, he gets in a tub at some point during the show. And bangs because... Pamela Anderson for chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been paying attention to the news. Is what I'm saying. Uh, and last but not least, there will be an Arms Global Test Punch happening uh, this weekend and into June. Uh, Why which does my is... girlfriend have to have friends who get married? <laughs> Just take your switch with you. Play oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Are they going to have a rooftop... Are, if they have a rooftop reception, you're going to be the most popular guy there. Are there any multicultural people here who want to play Switch with me? <laughs> On a roof. Not skinny enough. Please leave. <laughs> I feel like ARMS will really let you know how out of shape you are because I played it at the um, at the New, York, the New York City <laughs> events when they unveiled it. And, I, and like for two days, I was in pain after playing ARMS for 20 minutes. So I'm like, I, I could probably oh, start working out a little more, maybe. I feel like... Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Sorry, aesthetically silence. everyone loves that, but it's, I, I do wonder, like, do you really know what you're in for? Because mm. you don't have to play it like I mean, that. It, though. it has to be better than uh, Deadman's Quest, the the PlayStation Move game. Oh, I didn't play that. I was thinking more of Wii Boxing. How you just you, you would play it for like three minutes. Like it was this, this is too much. Just like exhausting. just keep moving your hands like that. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fun. It's yeah. Nintendo. Oh yeah, you never make anything bad. And that's all the news I got. All right. Well, the, let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was if you could shoehorn any character from pop culture into a fighting game, who would it be? And what, what fighting game? Uh, Bob, you weren't here last week. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I would choose the Noid. <gasps> now, I know what you're thinking. Popular culture has told me to avoid the Noid at all costs, but it's I'll tell true. you what, they're wrong. <laughs> the Noid could be a very versatile fighting game character. It's true. He will try to steal your pizza, yeah. but if you don't have pizza, that's not a problem. It's not a problem, and yeah. Capcom has canonically established she is a Rygar yo-yo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Throw at your face. I mean, he could be in Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate. Is that what it's called? A, ret- a retractable projectile. Yeah, something yeah. Everybody sh- it's not a reskin of a different game. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, my, my choice is the Noid. Uh, like, A, the Capcom connection, but B, I want 
want to fight as the Noid. He only mm. got one game, and I feel like hmm. we don't need to avoid the Noid anymore. No. It's been it's been twenty five years. The real Noid guys probably in jail or dead. And, yeah. and now they could do it with like a bunch of sprites made from the claymation. Exactly. Will Vinton, Will Vinton brought the Noid to life, and for that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very grateful. I mean, it's given- a dumb story that like somebody sued because I think a dude went postal, like literally postal. Yeah. He because commit- he thought the Noid, like his name was his Noid, name was Noid. Yeah. and so he thought it was all about him and like how people should avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. And he people. held someone at gunpoint, I think. I mean, yeah. it's a true story. Of, of The Noid had to die too early, in my opinion. He could have been exactly. the next Chester Cheetah, mm-hmm. but um, he think, should come back. Yeah. He's a weird guy with bunny ears for some yeah. reason. I don't yeah. know why. He should come back and be, like, really urbane like Chester Cheetah is now. Like, yeah. A, I mean, Sort given, of smoky jazz man voice. He's kind given, of like a Hugh Hefner <laughs> character. <Yeah. laughs> given the obesity epidemic in America, should we really be avoiding The Noid? We should uh-huh. let The Noid have all the pizza. The yeah. Yes, embrace he, The Noid. He, let, let the, the Noid pat your pizza down with a wet, with a paper towel and <laughs> drain off the that, grease. Okay. Maybe order with no sauce. You and, guys uh, are all making jokes. Michael was mo- the most accurate to what the Noid actually was. Because <laughs> it was all an ad campaign based on, like, you know those shitty things that happen to your pizza when those other people deliver food? Your pizza gets crushed or slides to one side. It's such a fucking archaic ad campaign. Mm, true. Or Domino's. And, Our cheese doesn't move was, at it, all. It was, si- it was, a, si- it was a, a shorthand for annoyed. Like it predates the plastic doll table, table. Yes. Yeah. for your pizza. That's how old the Noid is. Man, how ingenious was that <laughs> tiny invention? Yep. It is. That literally has no other purpose. No. Nope. But I would have the Noid on the same team as Phoenix Wright and Tron Bond, and hey, I would win. Yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Uh, so the first responder in the forums was Sma, who said, I would pick Invader Zim. Zim! Gur could be my buddy for my special move. I'd have lots of insane special moves like spraying a character with germs and the voiceover would be great. Uh, not true, because Dave and I played Nicktoons Baseball and Gur is the fucking Joe Buck of that game. It's <laughs> really annoying. I don't know what that means, but I'm Joe, sure it's funny. Joe Buck is the villain of Rockmire. I mean, uh, Gur is Internet Humor Circa 2000, so um, it doesn't age super well. Tacos! Yeah, like random words, monkey! Cheese hobo! Yeah. <laughs> Cheese hobo. Listen, I, I better hear from them next week. In this, Seventeen this years ago, shouting the word "taco" was a joke, and I was there. Damn it! <laughs> it, was a, it was a post nine eleven world. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it was twenty years ago today. <laughs> Bobby, you should read the next one because okay, Triskitable uh, says I am still waiting on a next gen JoJo fighting game that doesn't suck. But in the meantime, I feel like any of the series stand using protagonists would fit in comfortably into Arc System Works Persona Arena series. That's very true. It helps Persona that- Arena is like right up there with Rural Juror. Rural Juror. <laughs> Persona Arena. It helps that Persona unashamedly so borrowed the concept of young adults developing superpowered ghosts that mirror the user's personality traits from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's a manga in an anime, kids. Mm-hmm. It's a crossover that's meant to be Giorno, Giovanna, and Gold Experience versus Akira, Kurusu, and Arsene, or Jean Pierre, Paul Nareff, and Silver Chariot against Yusuke, Kitagawa, and Goemon. I swear I heard my original Italian name uh-huh. there somewhere. <laughs> Antista. Make it happen, ASW. What's, what is ASW? Is that oh, wait, new, I think I have slang? your original Italian name right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, buddy. Oh, hey, buddy, you gotta slow your car down and let me in. Said, there's an iOS game that got me all hot and heavy. It's called Animation wow. Throwdown. The image has Hank Hill and Steve from American Dad. I loaded the game and then saw Futurama, American Dad, King of the Hill, and Family Guy all on the same screen. Could this be 
The ultimate fighting game? All my favorite cartoons in one room trapped together fighting? Except except for The Simpsons, dude is tapped out. It can't be. It cannot be. It isn't. It's a fucking, card, a fucking game. card game. How weird is that? I mean, yeah. to, oh, wait, to revive so many yeah. weird IPs, sorry. <laughs> but that's what I want. A fighting game with all the characters from those cartoons. Ignore all of the licensing issues that will come and just imagine a game where Homer Simpson fights Peter Griffin. Imagine if it didn't take half an episode. <laughs> oh, that Imagine sucks. Bender telling Bobby Hill to kiss his shiny metal ass and Bobby replying with, Okay. Okay. <laughs> also, downloadable Duckman. Beat the game what? as beat the game as Homer board. and you unlock Jay Sherman. It stinks. All of those characters actually met. Homer was on Duckman. It's true. Freddick was on The Simpsons. King of the Hill was on The Simpsons. And American Dad was on Bob's Burgers. Holy Homer shit. Homer was on Duckman? Hank yes. Hill was on Family Guy or American Dad. I forget which yeah. one it was. Wow. Holy shit, I forgot about Bob's Burgers. Gene vs. Bobby or better yet, that wiener kid, Rudy, who looks just like Bobby Hill. I just charged up my super! That's my Gene impression. <laughs> Soundtrack by Gene on the Casio. I think I should read this one. <laughs> Frankly Man said... The entire lineup of the band Guar and Darkstalkers, a fighting Man. game featuring monsters and bizarrely creative v- backgrounds. So why not put a band of monsters who perform in bizarre, visually creative shows? Besides, they could even rock out with Lord Raptor. Mortal Kombat was a tempting choice due to the gore they do in their shows, but I'd now find it tasteless to perform fatalities on the real life. It's sadly true. now deceased lead. Who will spray me with monster cum at a concert? Yeah, Nobody. True. Not as, Tom as Petty. Far as, as far as I'm concerned, Guar ended when Dave Brocky died. That's it's true. so sad. Like, it's it's not the same with Blothar. And his likeness was captured in both Beefs and Butthead games for That's the Genesis true. and yeah. SNES. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never let it go that me and him are both Eskimo brothers because he <laughs> fucked my girlfriend. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> he totally did. A lot. I remember with his costume on? Throughout, throughout no, no, it's a totally normal dude. Throughout uh, across coasts, <laughs> <laughs> I remember years and years ago, like reading he 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 like published his European tour diary, and he's talking about like tonight I dress up as a rubber monster and perform. I'm writing this down so someday I'll know it really happened. <laughs> uh, tried to sleep with the girl after the show, but with my mask off, but she called me ugly. <laughs> it's like when Kiss took the makeup off. No one wanted that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so odd. just try and visualize that just in comic form for yourself. The lead singer of Guar not getting any stanky in his hang down. Aww. I read his novel War Ghoul. That's how devoted a fan I am. Wow. <laughs> Um, where, where were we? Uh, Loki, game. Loki, Loki gamer, gamer said uh, the one pop culture icon we've yet to see in a Mortal Kombat as fighting game. <laughs> That was not uh, Rick Sanchez-esque suspense. Hmm. Doctor Who, though he uses his intellect like Batman and Sherlock Holmes for most for the most part, I'd love to see him use his sonic screwdriver to blast Raiden's head off or sick his robotic canine on Scorpion's bony leg. He could summon a random companion to use a meat shield for blocking, <laughs> and let's not forget his all-powerful TARDIS. Can we say that word? Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. Uh, it's okay. Cool. Um, if... His TARDIS finishing move where he jumps forward in time and the opponent is a pile of dust. I mean, you could literally just drop a TARDIS on top of an opponent and that would be like Liu Kang's fatality. Yeah. really uncomfortable with this word. No, but Mentalist. the TARDIS dropping on somebody is just like... There was a Mortal Kombat 2 fatality where a Mortal Kombat machine dropped on somebody. That's right, that's right, yeah. Which is like, come on, guys. That was Liu Kang's fatality in 3. How did he have access to a machine like that? Well, I'll do the next one. It breaks breaks the entire logic of the series that they know they're in an arcade game series. Oh, shit. Sorry, is Tekken 7 out this week? This is the next... Mm, uh, No? No. Next week. 
So I'm a robot who turns into a truck, and I find no levity in this, said. <laughs> if I could force any guest character into any fighting game, I would put Kazuma Kiryu from the Yakuza series into Tekken 7. Think about it, Kiryu is the coolest motherfucker around, and his moveset and playstyle would fit pretty well into Tekken. And the best part is that there may be a real possibility this will actually happen, since when Harada asked fans to name guest characters they would want to see in Tekken, Kiryu was by far the most requested, and that's by... I'm a robot turns to a truck. I, love this. Uh, I can't say that name. But uh, I think Harada is working on his uh, schoolgirl VR game, so oh, he's busy. And a boy. Busy doing stuff with his ding dong. But Kazuma from, from Yakuza would fit perfectly in a Tekken. Yeah. He's just oh, yeah. about like kicking people in the face and like running their heads into like posts and like yeah doing well like i mean that. yakuza came out of virtual or came out of shenmue, shenmue which came out of virtual fighter so yeah. it all lines up uh d hood 90 said any of the stalkers from the running man in immortal Kombat? they're obscure but arguably one of the best parts of the movie yes maybe one of the uh captain freedom's fatalities can be his famous workout and he included a picture of Jesse Ventura as uh, oh. Captain Freedom. Are you ready for pain? The funniest thing. Are you ready for suffering? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love The Running Man uh, so much. So good. And it's, it's having its 30th anniversary. That was oh, the best dance from the 90s. It, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It inspired every video game. It did. Yes. It's, it's like did. a series yeah. of boss fights. And I forget, Jim Sterling made the joke, like, if anybody, I'll play Dynamo in anything, I believe. He said, <laughs> yeah. and like, this is so wonderful. Dynamo is one of my favorite R.I.P. guy who played Jobbed Dynamo. villains ever. In There's the a guy game. named Sub-Zero in The Running yes. Man, right? Yeah. now yep. playing Zero. He was played by the guy from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the bodyguard for oh. uh, Francis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an actual wrestler, and I'm I'm, I'm ashamed Shame I forgot his did. name. Shame on you. Uh, Professor Toru Tanaka. Uh-huh. There it is. I got it. Awesome. He's tag team partners with Mr. Fuji. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai said the EA UFC series had some fun shooting, shoehorning in of cool characters like Bruce Lee and two versions of Mike Tyson. That's facial tattoo and non-facial tattoo. I'm still alive. This isn't special. Uh, I say they go even further and add fictional fighters. Basically, every boxer from the Rocky series, mm. uh, Frank Dukes from Bloodsport, and Rama from Raid are the first to pop to mind. Yeah. I think I'll add a fun fantasy fight feel to the game. As long as I can knock somebody out as Mickey. Yes. You're a bum, I spit uh-huh. in his face. <laughs> so, from the I- Facebook community, Latron Ooh. said, A monster hunter in <laughs> Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom. I'm for that. Mm-hmm. I know in the original games it doesn't quite work like that, but make them play like Dante, where every special motion switches to a different weapon. Lee, I love you, buddy. I love yeah. that Good. idea. That that sounds awesome to me. I think, um, God, Monster Hunter Triple X for the Switch. It has to happen. <laughs> it is not a porn parody. <laughs> Says it's you. It's a real game. Also from our Facebook community, uh, Cole Henson said, Starman from the NES's uh, game Pro Wrestling in Super Smash Brothers. His somersault kick and flying cross chop would make for awesome special yes. moves. You don't want to go with... Amazon? Amazon, yeah. He was the yeah. Blanca of his day. Or uh, yeah. King Kong Karn, whatever yeah. his name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have video responses. Nice. First from Slain Puddle. Fiji! What's up? <laughs> it's your bro from another mo. A to the I to the Z to the T. I'm hailing at you for, from the <laughs> land where the sun don't shine and where the camel humps are plenty. <laughs> Got a weird Mean Streets Anyways, scam thing going on. So the question, the answer to the question of the week is, which character would you want to add to a fighting game? I would like to add Jesse Eisenberg's character from BVS to Injustice 2 <laughs> so I can beat the ever-loving shit out of him. 
and wait, hold up. Abdullah! Abdullah! Tad, Tad. What's my soul, William? Hold on, Madri. Nick! Anyways, it was good seeing you guys. See y'all later. Bye bye. Guys, so, would Jesse Eisenberg be a sight gag? <laughs> would Jesse Eisenberg throw jars of piss at you? No, that's what he'd leave as a fatality. Okay. Just drop a jar of your grandmother's piss. Uh, and of course, Gallatin oh, yes. Carhart. The next in the yes. epic saga. Morning, <laughs> VGA. It's Gallatin Carhart here. Jason here on the farm. It's Sunday morning. It's been raining. It stopped. A little slow moving this morning. A little filled a little old man Logan this morning. Aww. Don't worry. I'll get me a cup of Hawaiian medium roast coffee here shortly. That'll that'll put a little pep, a little aloha in my step. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's get to it. Answer the question of the week this week. It was putting something in something. That something was a fighting game. And what, what's the something that you would put in the something fighting game? Well, I'm going to say... I'm not a giant fan of fighting games, but I kind of dig that Marvel vs. Capcom. kind of dig it. And, uh, so in, 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 uh, tradition of animals being in fighting games, and Michael Raparez loving that Lady Wolf <laughs> that, from that game that I can't remember the name of that game. But, uh, in the shed. That, that Lady Wolf game. I own it on PlayStation 3. Never played it, but I own it. Oh, come on. Mm. So anyways, um, in honor of animals being in the game, what I'm going to suggest is we dig deep in the Disney vault and pull out a classic. That's quote-unquote Don Knotts film, <laughs> Gus. Yes! Gus the field goal kicking, kicking mule! Field goal kicking mule. <laughs> from 1976. Wow. Just seems appropriate. So let's, let's find an animal that, that no one would think would be that aggressive and let's go for it. Anyways. Fellas, y'all take it easy. Well. Dude, uh, I know you wait, just... Wait, wait. Did he say what game he wants that do- the mule in? I would say Marvel vs. Capcom. Capcom. Yeah, I, I think wanna, so. Man. I want to see Gus the field goal kick mule nut kick Ultron. Mm. <laughs> that would, but, but he... He's clearly just gone for a jog in this. Mm. Galton Carhart, yeah. you've never appeared more like a Coen Brothers sheriff <laughs> in, in my entire life. Oh. That's a real movie, though, right? I mean... <laughs> Coen Brothers sheriff should be just the title of the movie. <laughs> Disney was titling it. I mean, the Teen field, Beach movie, the field Coen Brothers sheriff. Mule is a real movie. Yes. Okay, man. With what, Don an, what an on-the-nose title. It's like I've Hotel it. for Dogs. I, I own it, if you'd like to borrow it oh, on yes. DVD. Oh, he's kicking uh, another field goal. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe it. He's kicking a field goal. If that don't be... He's doing it again. Wow, we we got 90 minutes left. We should make a whole movie out of this. (laughs) He's going to win Super Bowl Part (laughs) 2. I'm just imagining Coen Brothers Sheriff, but it's like a movie by the Seltzerberg guys. <laughs> and they're just like, it's literally just a guy made up to look like Javier Bardem watching a trailer for No Country for Old Man. He just says, remember this over and over again for 90 minutes. How much you ever lost in a horseshoe toss? <laughs> so new question of the week. Uh, I know a lot of you are maybe younger and don't have memories of arcades or maybe even know what arcades were. But uh, for those of you who do, was there ever an arcade game 
that you wished would come to consoles and never did. Uh, for me, it was the real Ghostbusters for oh. the longest time. The three-player game we yes. streamed a while back. Yes. <laughs> Don't you mean Make You Hunter G? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> But uh, I've played that to death uh, via meme, and it's not as great as I always thought it was going to be it's because bad, I was a though. huge Ghostbusters fanboy. It just it could no, have been it's any. Fun. It could have been any license. It doesn't yeah. utilize the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I suppose it well. could have. So I'm just going to say that Midway game Pig Out. Which oh, I, I don't love think Pig ever Out. Came out. It's so good. Yeah, but it always had a crowd around it at every arcade I went to. <laughs> it's so I never players, got to right? play it. Yeah, yeah. And you eat. You're a pig, and you eat all the food, and the wolves chase you. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very cool. I like it a lot. I'm bummed by the idea. Superheroes, their greatest supervillain is video games because they mm. make them terrible and awful and embarrassing. Uh, Superman and Spider Man have decent arcade games that have oh. never been ported. There's a Taito Superman one, there's a Sega Spider Man one. They're not the best games ever of their respective characters, but they're instantly approachable and recognizable for what they are, like, like especially the Spider Man game. And they've never been ported anywhere, hmm. ever. And I don't know that they ever will be, unless Marvel. I'm looking at you or hmm. UCB. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Mine is uh, so. This eventually happened 20 years later, but I'm talking about Bob in the 90s. What he wanted, and that is the Simpsons arcade game. Uh, uh, if you had a Commodore 64 or an MS DOS PC in 1992, you could play that God, at that's home. Right. But uh, apparently a claim locked up the license for console games, so instead of playing the Simpsons arcade game, which was amazing, you had to play Bart's Nightmare or Virtual mm. Bart. <laughs> yes. Mm. Not, I, I wanted nothing more than to bring that lovely arcade game home, and I never could. It did finally come to 360 yeah, a bunch like of years ago. 2012, I think. But yeah. it's gone. Like that, yeah. 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 EA has it's a rip-off version. Yeah, it's gone now. It now. Yeah, there's like, there's like a Simpsons arcade in quotes on mm. for iOS, but it's nothing to do with the arcade game. It's, but it's, um, huh. yeah, yeah, no, just, it, um, it doesn't. It, you only play as Homer. It's completely different. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, there was like an EGA version of it made for for MS DOS exactly yeah in the late eighties early nineties which is like this is a pale imitation of anything they tried but man SNES version would have been so good all the <laughs> yeah. samples all the great yeah. animations yeah it could have been perfect wait that's Bart's nightmare that's Bart's nightmare nice <laughs> for the restaurants <laughs> episode yes uh, but we will do a Simpsons arcade episode soon I swear imagine being able to play as Bart and Lisa with your little sister and doing that uh, spin move that they mm -hmm. do when they Oh, that's so adorable. Yeah, being a huge Simpsons nerd and, and deconstructing the Simpsons arcade game is fucking fascinating. Man, it's great. Like, yeah. which tertiary character, which background character they think would be a good boss? There's oh, some yeah. Life in Hell characters. Well, that, yeah. that was, like, made before the first season came yeah. out, so there's, like, a bunch of made stuff, like... the second season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's... There's, like, the, the belly dancer yeah. uh, references. Uh, and... Princess... Cashmere. Cashmere. Yeah, yeah. Like B Binky did, and Bongo are showing up as characters. Yes, Why does strange. Smithers sound like a three-pack-a-day smoker? <laughs> Welcome to my Why does most barks just under a graveyard? We don't know these questions. <laughs> Why does Marge have rabbit ears when she gets oh, elected? That was Matt Groening's original yeah. plan for yeah. Marge, yeah. damn it. To connect the universes. Mm. Yeah, but it only plays out in the arcade game. But yes, um, it eventually happened, and uh, for like two years you could buy it, but now you can't anymore, but... That was my wish as a kid, like just, for... just like Scott Pilgrim, which oh, you can no longer right. get, that and was sucks. amazing. And really the soundtrack, good. oh god, it's great. Anna Gucci. Mm. I own it on vinyl. <laughs> so I have, I have one idea which will never happen, which is uh, Sega's Top Skater. Oh, oh I love that fucking game. Uh, it's so fun to play in arcades. Yeah. I bet any arcade unit probably beat to shit. Mm. Uh, but, like, I thought the one thing that could have worked with the Tony Hawk ride... Like uh, a, down, a permanent downhill jam mode. Yeah. Which oh, my is, God, that thing, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I loved Top Skater. Mm -hmm. uh, 
that ain't gonna happen though. Uh, my more realistic thing is WWF WrestleFest, Ooh, which really yeah, good. Uh, our local barcade actually has a working unit. They did an iOS version, and mm-hmm. it was complete shit. Oh, really? Of course it is. <laughs> but uh, it's basically a WWF arcade game mm. uh, where the where the sprites are thick with two Cs. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I was going to say. My favorite kind of thick. And, uh, like, it was, like, just really fun arcade wrestling with, like, the best roster of wrestlers. It's, like, 1989 WWF, so it's, like, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man... Ted DiBiase, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior, like all the wrestlers you love, and you the can do... best Gene Okerlund sprite I've oh, ever seen yes. fills the screen. Yes, and His you brilliant can, mustache. You can mm-hmm. do like Royal Rumbles. Actually, feel like Royal Rumbles, right? To like use all of your strength to throw another person out of the ring. It's it's mm-hmm. it was a really fun arcade game, and they've never made a proper console port of it. Huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. good choice. All right, so what's an arcade game that you wish had come to consoles? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to videogameapocalypse.com. Find the article for episode 215 and answer in the comments or answer in the Facebook Laser Time community group. All right, well, that's pretty much our show. Let's go with some plugs. Uh, Bob, you're the special guest. Yes, what do you got you going listening. on? Uh, of course, I do Retronauts, the classic gaming podcast, every Monday at retronauts.com, a new classic gaming topic. Mm-hmm. I assume a lot of the listeners have heard us before, but if you haven't, uh, just go to retronauts.com or um, find us on Podcast One or anywhere in your podcast app or device or whatever. We've done... Uh, Okay, so we just did our 100th episode. We've actually done 200 episodes, wow. if you want to count all of them. Nice. We've, done, we've done 400 if you count all the one-up <laughs> stuff. So Damn. we have talked about something you like. So if you yeah. like something, find it via Retronauts and know, and like listen to it, and you'll know if you like I, us. I've been involved with recently canceled games yeah. and Bart's Nightmare, and they've been a mm-hmm. fucking blast. Canceled game is, is not out yet, Chris. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh. It's coming out in June. Oh. Thanks a lot uh, for The Ghostbusters it. one is out. Yes. I had a lot of fun doing that. And you and I will be doing something to celebrate a very special 30th anniversary. Yes, we will be. But yeah, uh, with with these Should guys, yeah. If you uh, like the punch out chatter we had earlier yep. in the episode, we had a punch yeah, out. Yeah, there's a punch out episode. We've done um, with, with Laser Time guys. We've done things like uh, Bart's Nightmare, Bart, mm-hmm. Bart versus the Space Mutants, the Pac Man Christmas Special, mm-hmm. uh, Zelda Jingles, things like that. So really proud of that. Yeah, just find Retronauts on whatever you listen to podcasts on. And you'll find something you like there. Mm-hmm. That's my plug. Uh, Laser Time is a Patreon. Patreon.com <laughs> slash Laser Time. We do. A weekly show bonus time. This week we had a, a special guest, uh, Henry Gilbert, as we talked about uh, our favorite skits from this season of Saturday Night Live, which just concluded. And we also had a ton of clips that our community from Patreon uh, suggested to us. That was It was a really funny episode. Yeah. You also get to hear about Henry's shelves falling. Dude, and, uh, that's a nightmare for collectors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your shelves <laughs> collapsing on your immaculately, or immaculately curated <laughs> shit. It happened to Henry, but Henry paints a he paints a great ward picture. Yeah. He really so. does, yeah. And also on our Patreon, uh, we have at least twice every month we have uh, movie commentaries. We just did one for the Chipmunk Adventure. Yes, Diamond Dolls. Let's close out with that. <laughs> so many panty shots. Uh, <laughs> it was okay, but you, no one no one talks about Kiki's delivery service like that. Hey, um, that's pure and special. Those are bloomer shots. It's that, different. Yeah. It's not different. These aren't even people. <laughs> there is some really great, great uh, pussy shots in that movie. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Phil Hartman, the Chip cat. Pussy. All right, yeah, fine. That's true. 
Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, me personally at Wikiparas, and I will cede my remaining plug time to the fine Gillette family of products. Shaving for Hitler youth. <laughs> I will die for these guys. It's just weird that like shit from the 1940s sounds scary sometimes. It's kind of one it's of those It's terrifying. Well, it's like shave a, your face or else. It's Everybody like, conform or die. It's like a creaky animatronic clown that yeah. was once meant to inter- entertain children or Pasquale from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Jesus Christ, they're the worst. It's like, can you imagine picking up like a Hostess pie? Did somebody say snack? Oh, they're crispy. Oh. I will never eat a Hostess pie unless a Batman throws it in my face. Yes. <laughs> Filled with bat goop. <laughs> eat these delicious Hostess apple pies. Mm. Why do they have to be apple, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you stop my crime spree with like raspberry or something? I'm not making two <laughs> trips. <laughs> <laughs>